I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet. To engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Brother Dave, Super Dave, and Jim White. What's happening, guys? Morning, everybody. Morning, team. Hi, everybody. Happy podcast day. I think I, I think I have an old episode here because I don't see Welcome Back, Jim. <laughs> yeah, I just added that in. <laughs> Listen, you guys know me by now. Like We improvise a little bit. Sometimes I delete things by accident. Sometimes I put things in that shouldn't be there. But Jim... You are here. I, <laughs> thank you. I see thank you, you, and I thank you for being here. <laughs> I'm glad to yeah. be seen. <laughs> Man, the heard. energy in this room is going to be heard. heard. <laughs> well, you we guys got to look at me. So. <laughs> glad everybody's feeling super positive this morning. I really want to have a good time today. <laughs> Let's kick it off with the pledge. I pledge, pledge allegiance, allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and, and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Before I get too far into it, Jim Senior has been, I'm going to say, discussing with me for the last two years about the way I sound on the podcast. And he pretty much told me I need a new microphone. He made some suggestions. We didn't get that one, but we got a different one. So let me know how I sound today, Senior. Nice. Yep. I'm pulling for you, Jim. Thanks. He's a tough customer. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> oh, boy. Consider that a shout out. <laughs> it's funny because I have one here for him. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so Man, we'll make up for it. See, we're already synced up. Yep. I love we're, it. We're going. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. No matter what, we trust you, God, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just our expressed opinion. Episode 103, a.k.a. the Casey Guthrie episode, had 838 downloads. Nice job, Casey. Nice job, Casey. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yep. Yeah, so nice job, everybody else, too. And we are at 52.9 thousand total downloads, and we picked up one follower, which puts us at 219 followers. Oh, we need we need one more, right, for we our need, 220, huh? We need one more for 220, but yeah. I mean... 220, I'm, 221, I want, whatever it takes. I want, I want 300. <laughs> okay. I mean, that's, Me right. too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's not shoot for 220. Let's so next week, let's just go for 250 and then 300 the week after or something, Man. right? Awesome. And 1,000 downloads a week. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. Man. 
Don't stop. Keep shooting for more. Improvement every week. That's yeah. what we're going to shoot for. Absolutely. I love it. Is that up to us or is that up to the listeners? It's up to the listeners, I guess. But I know, <laughs> actually, it's up to us to create <laughs> right? a quality product. <laughs> yeah. Content, right? Yeah. Content. Yeah, honestly, I think to really get to the next level, um, more effort needs to be put into the podcast by me. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was just up to my dad jokes. <laughs> well, they help. <laughs> That'll really reel it in. Man, I'm did. telling you, like, he brought three last week. He's got a book out today. He's got, like, he doesn't even have the little markers. He's got full-blown sticky I'm notepads for checking it for off markers <laughs> on the book i was that a children's book it's like three <laughs> inches by three inches what's, damn dave that hurt what's the crayons for <laughs> it's got pictures to color too nice. oh. i was talking to a driver the other week and he told me his favorite part of the podcast is the dad jokes i'm like <laughs> Great. that's so funny uh, i had a boxing joke for you guys but i forgot the punchline Ooh. <laughs> Man, that's good. <laughs> well, <I'll kick> <laughs> Why are you pointing at me? That was my joke, Dave. Oh. <laughs> I actually was going to use that, and I decided not to, but I wanted to throw it out there just to see, like, the way it fit in. It you fit. know what I mean? Yeah, it was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. I do have a dad joke, though, so you guys go ahead and go. <laughs> I'll kick it off. What do deers call hunters? Deers. Dead shots. No. <laughs> Dofos. Dofos. Oh man. And then what do you call um <laughs> what do you call someone addicted to uh, waterfowl hunting? Duckness, I don't know. Bird, bird crazy, bird flu, bird, I don't know what. A quackhead. 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 Well, obviously, you're sticking with the hunting jokes. And that's yes. what mine is. Do you I wonder why. The, yeah. <laughs> it's hunting season, right? We've got full-blown hunting season going on. So do you know why the deer went to the dentist? No. To have a look at his buck teeth. Ooh. Well, I'm a, I'm gonna give you one more. Hunting joke. <laughs> I'm gonna give you one more hunting joke. We'll have to censor this one a little bit, but guy goes out, kills a deer, brings the deer home, and him and his wife want to surprise their kids, but they don't want to tell them what kind of meat it is, but they agree to give them one hint. So the kids <clears throat> cut into the meat, they take a bite, and uh, we know the, the the one kid's not so sure yet, so he doesn't eat. The sister ate. And uh, they're like, all right, Dad, give us a hint. Give us a hint. He's like, well, it's something that mom calls me occasionally. So the boy tells the girl, no, don't eat it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a beep hole. <laughs> I screwed it up a little bit. But yes. no, we, we, we I was going with something else, not a beep hole. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Hey, so since you're talking about cooking and, and being in the kitchen and, you know, feeding the kids and stuff, what kind of tree is found in the kitchen? A, well, I was going to say a pantry, but that doesn't Oh, you got it. Pantry. Oh, pantry. Good job. Yeah. yeah. Very good. I was going to give the answer, but that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, on a serious note, though, do you know how to prevent water from getting inside your house? Waterproofing? 
stop paying your water water bill. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, good. We got soup. All right. Well, what do you call a nose with no body? A nobody. A nose body. Nosy body nose. <laughs> Nobody knows. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, I forgot. So Nick Spencer, Kurt's son, he sent us a dad joke last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. So good job, Nick. He said, uh, how many seconds are in a year? Do you need a calculator? Mm-hmm. I uh, would need a calculator. No, I don't. Twelve. That's right. One for each month. January 2nd, February 2nd, <laughs> March 2nd. Oh. <laughs> Bam. How old's Nick? Oh, what did he turn? He just, he just had a birthday. Yeah. That's how I can down. relate to him. He's 10. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are leveled up. Good stuff. All right. New employees. We got Norman Curtis and Maurice Lessard started today. Welcome to the fleet, men. Yeah. Welcome, Norman and Maurice. Welcome aboard. Celebrations, anniversaries. We had Mikey Peterson hit 17 years this past Monday. Happy anniversary, Mikey. We yeah. go, Mikey. Happy anniversary, anniversary Mikey. Mikey. Yeah. yeah. Love is love is anniversary shorts. Yeah, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah. That kind of sounds weird, but <laughs> <laughs> he got love 17 shorts. year shorts. <laughs> I told him it seems like yesterday. <laughs> he was like, maybe for you. <laughs> wow. Uh Man, I'm looking forward to next week. I've never really spent a whole lot of time with Mikey outside of work, and we're going hunting. So. Yeah, you guys will have such it's a gonna, good time. Yep. It's going to be Especially good. the other guys in the group, Jam. You oh, got... that's the thing is everybody else canceled. It's just me and Mikey. Oh, really? Yeah. Jimmy and Larry and, and... – yeah. oh, Rod, wow. Rod had a mechanic yeah. quit, so he's got to stay back. I don't know why Jimmy and Larry aren't going, but it's just it's just Mikey and I. Oh, you guys will have such a good time. Yeah, yeah so we got, we got two, two bull tags and two cow tags. So, wow. Wow. Yeah. You guys got time to clean up. No competition. They yeah. just got it. The, the animals got to show up. So really, it's up to God. I want to see if he's got an animal or two picked out for me this year. Nice. So Perfect. Yeah. yeah. All right. Andrew Gutierrez hit one year or hits one year tomorrow. Happy anniversary, Andrew. Awesome. Happy anniversary, Happy anniversary yep. Andrew. Yeah, it took a while, but he's loosened up a little bit. It's been nice getting to know Andrew a little bit. He's yeah. Good, good guy. Birthdays, we got Robert Shaw had a birthday this past Sunday, and Luis Ibarra had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, Happy guys. Happy birthday, yep. And then family birthday celebrations, Liam Portillo hits three this week. Wow, I didn't, gosh. Is that, that mini Sergio? Yeah. Yeah, that nice. went by fast. Yeah. 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 Have Happy you seen birthday. pictions of this kid? I mean, he is. <laughs> mini he, Sergio. He, he looks, looks like I've just heard you guys yeah. mention it. Yeah, yeah. he's. It's yep. crazy. Emilio Contreras, Amber's son, is turning nine this week. And then Damian Salas, Walter Salas' son, hits 11 this week. Nice. Happy yep. birthday. Happy, happy birthday, everybody. <clears throat> happy birthday. Happy anniversaries. All the good stuff. That's fantastic. Absolutely. Shout outs. Greg Wise. I want to give Greg Wise for having an A-plus attitude. I had a nice discussion with Greg last, last night. And, man, he gets it. He is the JFW culture. He understands. I was just really impressed with what he had to say. So, nice job, Greg. That's so cool. Thank you, Greg. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Lauren Nahara, Paco's wife, she wants to give a shout-out. She heard that Fish had uh, dyed his hair pink, and she wants to give a shout-out for his fearlessness and rocking the pink hair, and he is in our prayers. Absolutely. You are in our prayers, Mike. Yep. Yep. JR wants to give Veronica a shout-out for fessing up her mess-up in a few aisle. 
Thanks for. Did she overfill the death? No, I think she had a few <laughs> spill. She did. She tripped over the hose, I heard. Yeah. yeah. Pulled it out of the tank. Yeah. It's a bummer. JR also wants to give a shout out to the new slip seat drivers. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't have such a great PTO program. Man, we, that, sorry, Jim. Go, sorry. I was go. just like, that is so truthful. I thought you were done. Yeah. Just, I mean, that's the fact. We yep. wouldn't have that program without the new guys and slip yep. seats. And yep. Yep. You, it's such a big part of the team. Yep. So remember, we were all that new driver at one time. So mm-hmm. be courteous and respectful for mm-hmm. them. Right? Yep. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't be able to go on vacation. Help them out. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Even if they're filling in on the truck, they may not have all the stuff down, but they're there and yep. they're doing. They're filling a spot. Be That's appreciative. Awesome. Yep. Leave your truck the way you want to find it when you get back. Don't come back and be upset that. Somebody didn't detail it for you and didn't fuel it, and you know. Yeah, they may not. Yeah, have goes, all the training yet. It, no, nor it, our culture. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We want the new mm-hmm. guys to take care of the truck, but we also want people that are leaving on vacation to give them something in good, decent shape. Mm-hmm. If they get in your truck and they don't want to touch the steering wheel, don't expect it to de- be detailed when it gets back. And everybody remembered you were, like JR said, a new guy at one point. Everybody forgets pretty quickly it's tough to be a new guy, you know, and there's a lot of challenges, not only learning the job, but also, um, you know, feeling part of the team and getting to know all the people. I mean, it's tough. So, yeah, Yeah. there's there's a lot of people here. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad we don't call them the FNGs. Yeah. What's that stand for? (laughs) Oh. We don't do that. Funny, <laughs> fu- fu- funny new guys. <laughs> and I know you did say it, Jam, about it going both ways. You know, keeping your truck clean for somebody, a new guy to get in it, shows that representation of our culture. That right. is that is a big point. I, yep. you know, that all got just kind of like sunk in just now, Jam. After you, yeah. Said I mean, it. I, I remember uh, we had a slip seat driver, and you know, he came to me and he was like, "Wow, it's." He's like, "This is upsetting to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's disrespectful." the condition of some of these trucks. So Linda wants to give a shout out to the dispatch team for covering while she was on vacation. She said, it's very nice to leave and not worry about things not getting done. Oz and Tracy are amazing. So that's true. Those guys are amazing. Tracy's definitely been finding his stride a little bit and definitely an asset to the team. And Oz has always been just knocking out of the park. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so well put It's such the, the whole attitude and the, and the, you know, fun you guys have and listening to everybody down, downstairs. It's just, it's a good team. It's, Oh, you hear us? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes you can't not, not hear you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I'm a little rough on those guys. They like it though. (laughs) At least they tell me they do. So, Scooby wants to give a shout out to the safety team for jumping in and helping me, helping me with all my projects. Thank you all so much. Yeah, it takes a lot. You know, Scooby's kind of filled that spot. I know he's on the safety team and handles a lot of other stuff with the guys, but, you know, doing the maintenance around here and just what it takes at yard 23 and here. And, you know, we try to do the upkeep and, you know, it's like owning a home, you know, for all of us. And we all know what it's like to be a homeowner when you're trying to you know, cut the grass and fix the sink that's leaking and the toilet that's running and, you know, repaint the walls because they've gotten dirty or whatever, you know. Yeah, it's it's a lot. So thanks, Scoob. And then thanks to the guys, you know, jumping in and helping him. What's so great about Scooby doing all that stuff around here, you know, there's some Scooby-isms that I've learned to help me take care of my house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he's got a a depth of knowledge when it comes to that stuff. Oh, yeah. 
Yep, especially that grass. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> he speaks grass, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Gilly Rodriguez, he wants to give a shout-out. <clears throat> says, uh, good morning, Jam. Quick shout-out text. I want to give a huge shout-out to the Hefes, the big bosses, the brothers, for allowing us the luxury of being able to bring our kids and family to work for uh, with us for ride-alongs. My son is always so excited the few days he gets to come trucking and always so joyful when we get back to the yard and he gets to see all his pals, especially Jam, JR, and Scoob. He can't wait to get out and say hi and hang with you all. The memories we get to create are priceless. I always get asked about it by other company drivers when they see him and me and after having conversations with them, I realize it is truly a privilege to be allowed to do this as most all companies don't due to insurance reasons. Good. Yeah, no, I was like, he's spot on. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. the the risk we take, I guess this is the spot for the disclaimer, but this is a family business. We grew up riding in the loader with dad. We grew up riding in the truck with dad. You know, times were different then, but, you know, I, I, I got to throw it out there. If you ever do have your, your son or daughter or family member with you, you have to be ultra vigilant on your safety. I mean, we just cannot, you know, something would happen. We... I don't even know how I would feel, but to deny the chance for your your kids or your family members to understand what you do and and be with you during the day when you spend so many hours here, that's just that's not right either, you know. And I I, I think I don't know. So he, he's right when he talks about the memories. Me and Dave have so many memories of being of being with Dad. Oh, I and mean, scars. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Gilly continues, and for that, I am beyond grateful. Thanks to the marvelous JFW family for being the greatest company to be a part of. If there is anything I can do to improve myself, I am open to all advice and guidance. Hi, Road Up. JFW Powder Mob on top. Gilly 0046 out. Come out. <laughs> Gilly Absolutely. does a great job. It's kind of funny. I've been running into him on my ride in in the morning lately. Yeah. He's coming down the Highway 36 because um, he's going to Central from CMAX. Oh, sure. Yeah. Sure. And I'm like, hey, what's Give him up? a shout out on yep. the CB. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. In the right lane, just easing on down the road. Yeah. So they take 287 down to 36 and over to Central? Yeah, they're huh. heavy. They're loading heavy. So they don't get on the highway. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I know. 4.30 in the morning, nobody's going to catch them. <laughs> Why not? Uh, Especially, Can you retract it, that statement, Jim? What, what time was on the laptop? We, we need to just pull that completely out. Uh, and isn't that I-36? <laughs> no, it's not. It's a state highway. That is a state highway. The boulder turn. That ends at I-25. Yeah. I'm sure they get off. Hey, I I'm, hope so. I'm yeah. too heavy. I can't get on the highway. <laughs> I'm hoping they get off on Pecos. Why? It's 4.30 in the morning. Pecos. Yeah. DOT's not out there. Come AKA on. A.K.A. Pecos. Just kidding. <laughs> Brother Dave wants to give a shout out. Well, I'll let you do your own shout out here, Brother Dave, and then I got two more. For who? <laughs> <laughs> For the everyday heroes. Uh, well, before that, I want to give a shout out to Mitch. John Moore called in. He had a uh, blowout or a flat. I don't know whether it was a blowout, flat tire blowout on uh, his trailer on Monday night, and Mitch had to go out there and, and change it uh, up near Arcosa. 
And uh, I guess, I don't know whether there was a problem with the gun or a problem with the air compressor or what went on. But anyway, we couldn't get the wheel off of the truck or off the trailer to change the flat. And Mitch was able to just jack it up. He took the tire off of the wheel while it was on the trailer and put another tire back on and inflated it. Anyway, he he got off the island. That's what we call it is when you solve problems, you get off the island if you're stranded on it. Solved some problems and got John up and going. So John wanted to provide a shout-out for that. and That's awesome. It is awesome. Thanks, Mitch. We appreciate it. Yep. I'm hoping, though, that we can give Mitch a double shout-out, Dave. Because he come back and got with the shop on what's wrong with either the air compressor or the gun or whatever's going on. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Totally that, agree. That he was a superhero and goes, what the hell? I couldn't change a tire. Right. We got to fix right? this. Why do we have a service truck that we can't get a wheel off of a truck Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I thought you were going to tell me he just grabbed a breaker bar and <laughs> busted those lug nuts That's off. what I thought John was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I could see he just grabbing a hold of it and just, you know, soaping it and pulling the tire off. Yeah. And you're like, okay, man. We're, we're going to get to another shout for him but yeah man i mean i seen him snap some bolts the other day it's just like broken <laughs> <laughs> oh man. funny yeah he's he's a character so strong uh, boy strong yeah. man yes so back to the everyday heroes you know we talk about the silent warriors here and the everyday heroes and they're the grinders that just show up they're just here every day you don't hear anything about them. There are no complaints. There's never any issues. There's, you know what I mean? They they are the everyday unsung heroes that they're just grinding it out. And I, I, I you know, I could probably go on and on and on, you know, and I, I'm sure if I mention one person. Don't, don't do it. No, I know. That's what I'm getting at, Jim. That's what I'm going to say is if I mention one person, I'd wind up mentioning 50 and I will have forgotten Three. 30. <laughs> right. you, you know what I mean? And and it's not fair, right? So you kind of have to do a blanket statement. But yeah, I mean, we have so many, so many unsung heroes that, I mean, God, when you see them, you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen you. And I haven't even heard your name in six right. months. Good job. Yeah, good job. <laughs> you know, and I mean, seriously, we kind of joke around here to a degree, which is kind of sad on our part. But if we don't know your name, you must be doing a stellar job. <laughs> Right? You know, I mean, that's, it's sad to say that, but it is somewhat true, you know? So, yeah. I mean, in theory, that's true. I just know that you guys do have your finger on a pulse a little bit more than that. <laughs> like, you know, if you didn't know their name yet, you know their name now. Yeah. Even for doing a good job. So, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Dave, the, and we'll talk about it a little later here. I know Jam left me a, a spot for it, but the uh, CMCA convention this last weekend that I was able to go to, that came up in several conversations about the unsung heroes. Yes, right? about how they just and how do you replace those people? Because you you don't. They're just they're doing such a core of the work that they don't know it. Right. I mean, one guy was like when I talked to Danny about their uh, alignment guy that runs their alignment rack. You know, and they they fixed the the my Holly's Mercedes when Mercedes couldn't even fix it, and it's been fantastic. And Danny was like, yeah, the guy's getting old. It's hard for him to get up and down on the rack and do all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I was able to tell him thank you for the job he did on your car and stuff. But where, where's the guy I'm replacing that with? Because I, I don't realize the job he's doing until I have to replace him or right. get him some help. And right. yeah, You know, that's, that's the good thing here we do. Yes. Yeah. Right? That's what this is about. That's what this we is about. Are, yeah. We do get it, right? Yeah. 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 
yeah, I mean, the, the birthdays, the anniversaries, you know, and I'm not trying to toot our horn, but these are the things we found important along with, you know, the safety topics we talk right. about is, is how valuable all the people are. I mean, isn't it fun to joke about, um, you know, Mitch pulling that tire off, you know, <laughs> right. and I'm just thinking amazing teammates, you know, last yeah. week, I know we mentioned the, the uh, wash bay. You know, and again, I, I heard that several times up at the CMCA. And those are, I mean, I, I have a list of the, the people that attended that. And, you know, it's all, oh, I've seen your shiny red trucks. I've seen your shiny red trucks. Isn't that a you song? Know? Yeah. <laughs> Did they hear the song? Do we, do we have that? Oh. Um, you know, and that's, that's due to the wash bay. And that's that due, was a to the, plug. due to the mechanics. That's due to the drivers, you know, going around some of the big puddles and paying attention to how they keep their truck. And yeah. it is such a big effort for all of us. It's, it's fantastic. Nice. Casey wants to give a shout-out, says, good morning, Jim. I'd like to give a shout-out to Coleman for letting the construction crew that was working outside of Plant 2 last week know that I was coming in with an oversight load. It made getting into Plant 2 easier, and the construction crew had time to move all the barricades so I could get into Plant 2. Thanks again, Coleman. So, great job. Good communication. Good yeah. teamwork. Uh, yeah, yeah I, read, I read that. Yeah. And I bet the, the construction crew, they probably didn't like having to move the barricades, but I bet they thought it was a lot easier than, oh, here comes a truck, let's rush and move these. Yeah. And just yeah. the heads up, probably everybody was, yeah, it's a way to way to control a situation and make it come out the best. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> Veronica says, good morning, Jam. I would like to give yourself, Mikey, and Mitch a big shout-out for coming out last Wednesday and helping out with the good, with the not the great accident, Helping out with the accident, it's good to know how much support we have from all of everyone here at JFW. No matter the time and the place, it's good to know that we work for such an amazing group of people. And also, thank you for all the coworkers that reached out to see how I was doing. Thank you all. So, and we're about to get into Veronica's accident, but anybody else have any shout outs? Well, Jam, I got I got quite a list. I just want to back up right quick for the um, birthdays and stuff. So it's uh, my middle daughter's birthday on Thursday. So Allie, she's going to be twenty eight. Hey, so happy, happy birthday, birthday Allie. Allie! I know she listens. That's awesome. Happy birthday again, Allie! Yep, and we then, dropped her at the airport this morning. <laughs> oh no! Nice. Yeah, headed to New York. So spend her spend her birthday in New York. I mean, some, she helped. Friends, she helped launch this podcast. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, one of yeah, the microphones. Yeah, yeah she's a couple of mics, some of right? First yeah. equipment. Yep. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Allie. Happy she, birthday. Is that OG right there, right? Is <laughs> that how you, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> uh, and then a quick shout out to dad, because I know I, I said we were going to give him a shout out. He gave uh, me and Dave a couple of gifts last week. He was just thinking about us. It's a it's a really cool pocket watch with a nice yeah. saying on the back about being sons. And, oh, you know, it's been, you know, you guys all know it's been a little, last few months have been a little trying for us all as a family. And it was nice for dad to reach out to it us and, and do that. So thanks, Pops. I, yeah. I appreciate that. And then uh, a little bit outside our circle, uh, you know, I'm saying I got to attend the uh, Colorado Motor Carries uh, convention, and that was my first one. And uh, I just ran into so many great people um, at the convention that uh, I was able to tell about our business. They asked questions about the business. They were involved in our, you know, our business. Uh, one of them is Jeff Cummings. Um, I think we pretty much all know Duffy Crane. He's the owner of Duffy Crane. So super nice guy. Helped me out in several situations. Uh, another great guy was uh, Scott Hutchings from uh, Waste Management. We had some good talks, uh, political talks and, and different stuff like that. Um, and uh, I, I know if you ever listen, uh, Scott, you'll be okay with this. 
Dave's like shaking his head because you, you admitted Let's give to, him an award. Yeah, he, he's a Democrat. And, uh, he, he, he said he was a conservative Democrat, I believe is how he put it. We'll so. see your voting record. <laughs> so that's like the opposite of a rhino? Like <laughs> Democrat in it? A dino? A dino. Yep, yep. So good to learn about different stuff. And then uh, Steve and Danny. Steve uh, is Danny's dad. Uh, Steve owns Diversified. I just mentioned them with alignments and stuff like that. Diversified truck and body repair. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Good, they, collision good, good guys. And I know Danny said he was going to start to listen because he just, every place he goes, he goes, do you listen to JFW? Do you listen to JFW's podcast? <laughs> really? That, oh, that was from Giuliano over at Mac, Dave. And Seriously? Ran, yeah, That's and then he funny. ran into somebody else. And Danny's like, I guess I got to listen. And I'm like, well. Yeah, those, you, those guys are pretty, uh, not I mean, they're interactive with our social media, which I like. You'll see diversified. They are very active yes. on social yeah. media. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, just want to shout out for uh, to Bill Persichetti. Um He invited me golfing when we were up there, and I literally sucked. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill gave me some pointers, and I got through the day. So <laughs> thanks, Bill. I had a partner that carried you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he carried me. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It was something else. And then uh, <laughs> just my, that's the reason I don't golf. They can't carry me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it was it was tough, Dave. It was rough, <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, one just close to home. Uh, I think I mentioned her a couple weeks ago, but uh, Anne um, here at JFW, you do an amazing job. I know you've been you've just been killing it, helping everybody. You help dispatch with Toro. You've you know you've helped why Joanne was out. You've helped why Amber was out. You've helped me why I'm out. Silent warrior tackled yeah. tackled Ultatel. Yeah, the new phone systems. Yeah. Just yeah, just yeah, just it. There, they. You're right, Dave. It's just a rock star, unsung. Yeah, you know? silent and, warrior. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and a good kind person too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I, I saw an email from Anne. She was frustrated. Even her frustrated email is better than like my kind email. <laughs> right? Yeah, she asked me on that one. Is that all right? And I'm like, well, that's pretty spot on. You could, I, I you like turn it. it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, if you want to drop some f bombs, go for it. You live on the wild side. But yeah, so just a shout out, and I, I, I assume everybody kind of knows, but I, I just. You know, if I'm going to do this shout out, and then along with Mikey's anniversary, if everybody doesn't know, they are they are brother and sister. Yeah. You know, I don't know if some people know that. So that is a great family right there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, their 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 parents and them, they, they they did an amazing job raising Ann and Mikey. Good good people, mm. good people. So old school, old school, <laughs> old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, just good stuff. They both went to Bella School. Bella goes to yeah. Sunset Ridge, and they were. You know, yeah. they were so excited to hear that. They're like, <laughs> <"Sunset Ridge." laughs> Isn't it funny how you hang on to that stuff from your, yeah. your childhood, you know, if you, what, if you haven't relocated or moved or. Yeah. What, what know. are they? Like, are they, what's their mascot? What are they? This wolf. Sunset wolf? Ridge wolves. Yeah. yeah. And Bella gotcha. was all about wolves. Oh, before. I bet. We, yeah. We call her a wolf pup. She got a hoodie that says wolf pup. It doesn't yeah. fit her anymore, but you know, yeah. And they got like wolf prints on the sidewalk. And that's so uh, cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So. That is that is awesome. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I I I know I took a lot there, but I think oh, I cov- covered everybody. Yeah, I think you did awesome, Jim. Yeah. So thanks everybody. Appreciate it. I feel incompetent. <laughs> I mean, Jim's just like holding his hands up, looking at me like, "Wow." <laughs> you know, if the if the shoe fits, you know, whatever, knock it down. <laughs> thanks for chiming in, SD. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. <laughs> All right. That's an understatement. Super <laughs> <tame>. <laughs> Oh, man.
So everybody's probably heard by now. I mean, if you didn't, I don't know where you work, but we had a pretty bad accident last Wednesday, a week ago today. Uh, you know, just to kind of go through it and explain to what happened, but, uh, got a call from Veronica shortly after the podcast and she was, I'm just going to say frantic, like hysterical. Like, and she's like, Oh my God, Jam, somebody just rear ended me and it's bad. He hit me really hard and she didn't even want to go back and look. Because she thought the guy would have been dead. Wow. Right. So basically, she was coming down from Fry, just about the, um, right after Highway 40 before C470, there was an accident with two big trucks. Swift, well, it was a, a Swift trailer pulled by an independent and another big truck got together. The Swift trailer went in the median, almost broke through the, the median, and then the other truck ended up on the, the shoulder. So traffic was slowing down for that accident. Because there was two big trucks on each side of the highway. Left and side, they may right not side. even been all the way on the other side. They, they yeah. might have still been on the road trying to get to where they needed to go. True, yeah. You know, yeah. but there was clearly an accident. Traffic was slowing down. And Veronica did an amazing job breaking her truck down. Just like, oh, there's an accident up there. Yeah. You can see she's getting ready to she's call the, the accident. Yeah. Tell people about it. And then and and had multiple truck links in front of her. She had, you know what I mean. It wasn't so like a panic stop by N- any means. Nothing. And then you're just watching the video, and boom, she gets hit. Jr. registered it, or he looked on Samsara. Three point two G's. Wow, was the difference from wow. when? Yeah, and 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 I yeah, I don't mean to interrupt no, you, interrupt but I just I guess that's I'm so flabbergasted by that. Because I, I don't know what in correlation, but that's that's forty feet before it gets to her. However, whatever the exact measurement is, mm-hmm. a thirty-five foot trailer right. and the tractor and the seat. Yeah. Before that impact moves up the truck and even gets to her, yeah. you know, and we're loaded, yep. you know, and there's there's so many to me shock absorbers to take that away, and you're still you yeah. feel that because because you know I, I watched it later, Jim, you know, after you guys sent it to me and. Like you said, her her jerking in the cab, yeah. you know, and and luckily she's all right. But yeah, that is just just it's just crazy. The the crazy. film. Hopefully we can send it out because that because I didn't even watch the other one. I was just watching the her you know her inside the view. inside camera. Yeah, yeah that there's is. nothing really to see on the outside. No, camera. no, no, Dave. Other but than what just, a great job she was doing going down. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah you're looking front. Yeah. And she's and she's. I mean, she's just a rock star approaching that scene. Yeah. You know, such a big gap, giving everybody the information to slow down behind her and mm-hmm. all of that. And, yeah, and that was coming right down off of the one of the steeper parts yes. of the hill yes. coming into town. Yep. She had it under control, wasn't, you know, yes. pushing it, wasn't. And, and Which we kind of discussed it. That is where a lot of people let it go. Right. Yeah. And start rolling down the hill. Yeah. And she, yeah. she, yeah. Was she was not. doing it right. Yeah. 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 Now, 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 which, which, though, these are all the good reasons why we talk about why do you come down that whole hill just using your engine brake? Yep. So you have your brakes available in case of an emergency. And I'm not going to say this was an emergency, but she definitely had good brakes to use. Yeah, it could have been. It should have not brakes. It would have been an emergency. Yeah, Yeah. damn damn right. Would have been a different scene we were, you know, headed to. Yeah. You know, and I guess that's not true. I really did look at the other camera, (laughs) the the outside view, because like you guys are all bragging about her falling distance and stuff too. and, And just what an idiot the other guy was on top of it is. Everybody was slowing. Yep. You know, she picked up the situation. But even the cars next to her in the fast lane, they're not passing her very fast. 
everybody's realizing oh, oh, yeah. the accident. Yeah. And this guy, that's that three solid lanes. Well, actually four, because right in that area, you have the off ramps on 470 and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. that you can't realize traffic's going to stop. Here's this truck in front of you yep. and you, and you hit him. What a, what yeah. a, but I mean, I have, are, I have other words, but. Right. Yeah. We'll get into the meat of that yeah. shortly. I mean, that's going to be the next discussion. I just, I just want to drill the point home of, this is the exact situation of the what if. Yep. Yeah. We talk about the what if every podcast. Here's the what if. She did it all right coming down to the hill. You know, I just had John Moore talk to me about he was coming down that 45 mile an hour zone right where the runaway truck ramp is eastbound. Had a fuel tanker come out and go around him. And John's like, I was just chilling down through there 40, 45 miles an hour doing my deal. And the tanker couldn't wait. Goes out and around him. Gets back in front of him, and John goes, out of nowhere, here come a state patrolman. Good. Whipped over between them and pulled the tanker over, and John was like, all right. Right. Finally got right. some justice. <clears throat> right. You know, yeah. and that's that's for everybody here if you're not doing it right. You know the good news is we know everyone's doing it right coming down through there because guess what? Our cameras yeah. are automated. We have geofences yeah, set up in GPS, those areas. Yeah, the geofences. Yeah, with the yeah. speeds in them, and we know if you're not doing it right. Yep. And we're going to educate you really fast after the first – First time we find it. Yeah. And we're this, asking you to do that because you're safe and because of that incident right there exactly. with the state patrol. And, what if? Yeah, yeah. And I, I want to – the we also got to hear the colonel of the state patrol give a speech, I think, Saturday morning. And he talked about the what if. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, there's the guy, you know, yes. because that's what the state patrol deals with all the time is the what if. Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. and a spot he picked out was the, the canyon – um uh glenwood glenwood thank you jim glenwood canyon is that that is the most dangerous spot or they have the most accidents through there and what they find is though that somebody like like maybe a fuel fuel hauler or our guys going to utah we're through there we're familiar with that and then they have somebody out of state try to pass us yes same same situation as john moore and they 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 just don't realize what that canyon is. Yeah. And then and then he said on top it's of that, it's forty five to fifty. Yeah. For and, a reason. And that's yeah, exactly. Right, for, and and he they said then nobody realizes the canyon closes. That's a spot it closes. Yeah. You know it's not like you know and I know we worked through the accident where Veronica is. It didn't close. Oh, it but closed. Yeah, it did. It, it, it did. closed. Oh yeah. Well, it was it was. When I went past there, like six thirty or seven, the accidents really were still open, but yeah. it was back open. The canyon closes. Period for for forty eight hours or better mm. because and that's what the, he said we can't take that chance with the creek there mm. in that area like that so gotcha. um, you know yeah it's 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 not good to explain the severity of this accident <clears throat> the the kid that was driving the car had to be cut out of the car extracted yeah. extracted yeah he was trapped in the car luckily he wasn't bleeding really bad like if he if he cut an artery he would have been dead. You know what I mean? If well, Jim, I blood, know you were close, so he probably would have lived. Yeah. Well, not by the time <laughs> I got out there. You got you cut your femoral artery, you got three minutes. In 90 seconds, you lost half your blood. So anyway, he was in the car. He ended up breaking his leg. He did break a leg. And, uh, yeah, he had to wait for, for paramedics to get there and the fire department to cut him out with the jaws of life. When you look at the vehicle, I mean, it's, it's just mangled. Terrible. Oh, yeah, it's destroyed. Yeah, it's, just terrible so yeah. you know that was another accident driving to you know you don't know if the guy's alive or dead or it's not a good feeling yeah. um 
So, yeah, this isn't a game. And when we talk about following distance and paying attention, because he did try to miss the truck. You could see at the very last minute he tried to miss it, and he went driver's you know, he hit our rear passenger with his driver's side. Yeah. Yeah, so yep. made it yeah. almost worse, right? Made Jim? it almost worse. Yeah, which there's witnesses that but says he was, was weaving in and out of traffic. Say that. Yep. He was yeah. speeding, he was yeah. driving yep. like an idiot. Could have yep. been distracted the whole nine yards, yeah. you know. So had his dog got, in the car. The dog, luckily the dog's okay. The dog bit a uh, innocent bystander and a paramedic trying to help the guy. That dog so, had to be all jacked up with the airbags blowing off and the dog looked fine. Being thrown around well. Yeah. I mean, could have a concussion, could have, could be. you know, internal yeah. bleeding or, you know, I mean, we we don't know. I yeah. mean, I'm sure it was fine, Jim, but I mean, there's those things you don't know, right? right. So, yeah. 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 I mean, one of the things I want to back up and just keep discussing is that what if, and I guess I want to ask, why do we always talk about the what if? We talk about it because we've had it happen. Yeah. You know, we, we, we we've... I don't want to say we've lived it because that just makes it sound like, oh, we've been there, done that, we know everything. We don't. We haven't seen everything. We never will see everything. But damn, what we have seen, what we have learned, we know about and we preach about it and we preach about it and we preach about it. And there's a reason for why we talk about the what if. There's a reason for why we ask to make sure and create the avoidable accident. You know, Veronica was doing everything so right. She got thrown in a position where... It was just, what, the luck of the draw, yeah. right? Here's here's the other part of the what if. What if we weren't there and that guy would have hit a car full of kids right. or a family in it or two cars yeah. with two families in it? Someone could have possibly died. That would have been, I mean, he, there's... Here's yeah. that's the what if yeah. or right? or permanently disfigured or handicapped or absolutely. I yeah. mean, we can sit here and say there's a possibility Veronica saved, saved someone's life. life. I was going to say right? that earlier, and I, w- I was waiting for you to bring that up about the about but, saving somebody else's life. That truck not hitting somebody else. Yes, yes, and and yeah, but, yeah just, but I guess I just want to keep drilling home that what if and us driving home that avoidable accident situation, Veronica. She created all of this space. She created all of this room for energy to be absorbed. You know what I mean? People that were going past her, if they couldn't stop and it was a panic, they could have jumped in front of her. Mm. She still would have saved them. You know what I mean? Mm. And I guess that's the, there's the what if. There's the driving responsibly. There's the avoidance of an accident. There's the what you should do, not not crowd and take space and not, not be that aggressive driver, but that, I mean, everything she did was just right. And she happened to be the lucky bystander that got hit. Yep. You know, and again, I, I think to me, in my eyes, it's a, thank goodness, we, we could have saved, we may have saved a life, or yep. Veronica has. Yeah, the, the impact was so hard, it, it sheared the bolts off the, the frame of the trailer. It knocked the axle yeah, out. Yeah, both axles. When I, when I looked at the trailer in the wash bay, both the front and the back axle bolts were just wasted. Hmm. The 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 thing is though is she was loaded, mm-hmm. so there's just that natural weight sitting on top of those axles mm-hmm. that she yeah. was she was able to shear the bolts by hitting the axles with you know I know that whatever twenty five tons I know that's yeah. not right on the axle but still you you're, you're holding that axle down and they were able to shear them. So yep, yeah, it's just thirty six thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right minimum. There. there you go. There yeah. you go, Dave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Huh. Yep. And that's what, maybe a 6,000-pound pickup truck? Yeah. It was I a mean, Toyota Tundra? Yeah, you just at like... At best. Yeah. At best, 6,000 pounds, right? Of course, the kid driving it, driving on a suspended license. What was his license suspended for? Driving with no insurance. So we're not 100% sure at this time, but that vehicle and that driver probably aren't insured. So guess who's got to flip the bill? Yeah. JFW. Yeah. JFW. You yeah, know, the, and Super the, Dave the, brought the, that... The good people, sorry, Dave. Yeah. The good people are, are we responsible. We'll, yeah, we'll take yeah. the responsibility. Right, right. Yeah. and I don't mean we're responsible for the accident. I mean we're responsible as in the responsible party. Right. Yeah, we'll take right? care. We'll take care of Veronica if she yeah. needs anything. Yeah. We have, you know, Pinnacle or Workman's Comp, and you know, we have the regular insurance. We have, you know, all this staff that's making sure she's okay. We got Mike and Jam and and everybody else that went to the accident. We have all these responsible all people. All this downtime. All that downtime. Everything. Yeah. We're going to end up taking care of every bit of that because we're the we're the yes. we're responsible. We're the good Get, people. We we live in the what if, Dave. Yeah, and that's so, the reason we yeah. have this staff. And, and I'm just I'm gonna. I would almost bet you a cheese. I will bet you a cheeseburger, Jim. Well, let's see about Even that. Even though I don't like let betting on these because I always lose first. to you. But I'm willing to bet the kid doesn't have health insurance either. Ah, I'm not going to take that. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? Who do you all think is going to pay those medical bills? Yep. Taxpayers. You all yeah. are. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Every single driver here that's a responsible driver and you pay your taxes. Yep. Yeah, you're Thanks paying for paying for his bills. Yep. Yeah. We appreciate it. Speaking yeah. of the team, so Mikey and Mitch show up a little bit later, and the highway was temporarily shut down, right? I mean, for hours. Jim. Yeah. Between the, the, the big truck accident and our accident, I mean, the, the highway, there's no traffic. Yeah. Well, the trooper's like, all right, we're going to call you a big tow wrecker. I'm like, well, hold on a second. We got the team coming, and, you know, they could work some magic, right? So, right there on the side of the road, <clears throat> they had to change a flat tire. They couldn't get the rim off. They did it right like we were talking about, right? So, and then Mikey and Mitch, they pulled the axle back underneath the trailer, got a couple bolts in it to be able to bring it home. Like, amazing, amazing work. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny, Jam, because the, the state patrol or, you know, when we've been on these scenes before, we've been rear-ended. And, well, like Paco's deal, he wasn't mm-hmm. rear-ended. He saved that nurse's life that fell asleep yep. almost head on him. And, yep. you know, he swerved and yep. she bounced off the trailer tires but knocked both axles out. The They always want to just call a tow truck. Right. Those still can't be towed. No, they, right. they could have they ten freaking yeah. tow trucks yeah. there. How could they? They tow can't that, be towed. Right? Yeah, until they you can't get put that. a couple of little dolly wheels <laughs> under it like a yeah. car, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah, they just don't. They're clueless. Yeah. They're clueless. They don't know our industry, yeah. and that's where they just want to get the highway back open. Absolutely, up. Like, get your yeah. truck Call out. Call a tow here. truck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless that tow truck can pick it up from the rear and drive backwards right. while we're driving forward, right? It ain't going nowhere, right? Yeah. Yep, crazy experience. But luckily, Veronica's okay. And even though that kid's a less than stellar citizen, you know, we're glad he wasn't seriously injured too, because that could have been a fatality. Yeah, and, and it is. I hope it he learned is. something. Yeah, Dave. You know what? Yeah, I, I hope know. it was a life lesson for that kid. Yeah, that that's the At tough. Twenty three years old, he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, that's the thing too, Jim. It's it's very tough to find goodwill for that driver. Right. You know, it just boy, that's spe- PC. That was very politically correct <laughs> the way you stated that, because especially because this wasn't an accident where he screwed up. He right. chose this. He chose this because he's been driving with no insurance. His license is suspended. Yeah, he he, he chose that. Yeah. And it, man, to find to find goodwill, it's. I mean, it's, God forbid, if I had to drive and I knew I was driving with no insurance, do you think I'd be driving like that? 
Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Right. Jam just became unplugged. <laughs> well, I, I know. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> a lot of things are under control. Just now. It's all yep. good. Yeah. Settle down. Yep. I think we the show must go on. Yeah. We right. got this. It's, it's on like dead air. <laughs> <laughs> Break a leg. I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, if you guys don't have anything else on the accident, I want to move on to the next part of the accident, which is a little discouraging, right? Being honest about your injuries and what it affects when you're not. So Veronica's had a few people encouraging her to milk this and sue and not be uh, a really good person. You know, like, hey, yeah. get a lawyer. You could get paid. Veronica's shoulder's a little hurt from the seatbelt. You know, she went to workman's comp. They're taking care of it. We're going to make sure she's okay. But to have the attitude of you need to sue somebody to get paid, it just really is discouraging to me that there are people like that out there. Because when we're a cause of an accident that's minor, like, true story, we hit a guy between zero and two miles an hour. We rear-ended somebody out of stoplight. We were stopped. They were stopped. Driver's foot came off the brake. We we. I'm going to say rear-ended. We eased forward. We, we basically pushed this car Bunk. as gently as you could. The driver's claiming a back injury and that we bent the frame of his car. Yeah. Impossible. Wait Try a minute. To work you're not going to find goodwill, but it, is, it is correct. We yep. experienced that. Working we, the system and taking advantage of others. Yep. We experienced that. So then to hear somebody encouraging one of our own to do the same, you're part of the problem of the world. Yeah, because the thing is, is when they make a mistake, when those people that encourage Veronica to do that and they make a mistake, they're going to pray they don't get sued. Right. It's going to be just the opposite. Oh, and if they did, it would be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're suing me. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. It would be the total opposite. That, But see, that's thinking of the what if. Right. You know, that's that's going through there. And sure, when we, you know, if it's our fault, you know, the, the accident we had, hey, Somebody deserves a new car, maybe, or a, a replacement vehicle. You need your injuries fixed. Yes. Step up and do that. And, yes. and we, and we do that. Again, that's, that's the, that's the correct thing well, to it's do. Doing the right thing. You know, making them whole, yes. you know, yes. but 50 grand because you broke my mirror off the side of my car. Right. Come on. That's, yeah. that's just, it's easier to settle and go on. Yeah. You and, know, and then in this case, I, I got to mention, <laughs> Who, who, who are you going to sue? <laughs> yeah. This this kid that's got nothing, that's driving, right. you know, with a license suspended. I bet he's a millionaire. He's secretly a millionaire. Right. And you're just going to make I don't know I, how much. Yep. I guess what, what that leads me to, though, is the whole fact of if you have something or you have something of value that you've worked your entire life for, it can be in jeopardy at any time that you mm -hmm. could lose it. Mm -hmm. And where it's frustrating is our lawmakers have created rules and regulations that doesn't make the system fair. And what I mean by that is we had a homeless guy attack one of our mechanics and our service truck two years ago, right down here at the 7-Eleven off 56th and, and Holly, and, or Monaco, yeah, Holly. And uh, he did like... $3,800 damage to the service truck. I mean, he wailed on it with this. I don't forget whether he had a pipe or what. Damn near got a hold of the mechanic. The mechanic's leg got scraped trying to jump in the truck, you know, and get away from him and, and get the door closed. And the, the guy chasing him, you know, his just the weight of him getting stopped so fast pushed the door closed on the mechanic's leg. He kind of scraped up and hurt his leg a little bit. And then he 
broke the windshield in the truck, beat on the door, damaged it, beat on the hood, damaged it. And when the police got there, they didn't do a damn thing because the guy was homeless and destitute. So I don't, I don't want to I look mean, that way. I had it out with the cop the next day because I was like, this is ridiculous. And he goes, he, sir, calm down. There's nothing you can do about it. And I'm like, no, there is. I just need to teach my kid when he does something like that. He just needs to tell everyone he's homeless and destitute. Don't give him your driver's license. Don't be a responsible human being. Right. Then you can just get away with it. And that's what sucks about our society today. But our leaders have given people rules to protect that and to curse the people who have worked hard to gain things in their lives and have value and have homes that are that are at risk because they could be sued for everything they own. Sucks. Yep. It's true. So All right, pick be, it up. Be honest. Yep. <laughs> yeah, be honest. Yep. Be a good human being. Yes. Ah, uh, well, this is yours, brother Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at? Well, let's try to be positive, but let's try to be positive about truck and trailer lights and pre-trip inspections. Oh, boy. Let's talk about the elections coming up in a little over a week. <laughs> right in Rich Trujillo. Right? Yeah, so funny. Yeah, so, I mean, we have, you know, numerous vehicles leave, leave just this yard without all their lights on. And it, it it's dumbfounding to me that we did a pre-trip. And we know our lights work, but we're driving out with our lights off. And I'm, this is the sarcasm of it, right? Like, oh, maybe it's uh, are the lights there inspection. Because clearly we didn't do are the lights working inspection because mm-hmm. you're driving out with them off. How could you have done any inspection? Well, they were working before I turned them off. <laughs> <laughs> they were working yesterday. Right. <laughs> and so just please pay attention. You know, I mean, what we ask isn't difficult. That's... That's part of the being a good person. Let I me know give, that sounds stupid. But let, me, let me give you guys a JFW life hack. Every morning, Jim and Dave sit out in their pickup truck talking about their day, watching trucks leave. A good place to make sure you have your things in order <laughs> is leaving. Be at least out the driveway. <laughs> is leaving in the morning. Yep. Okay, Don't set yourself up for a tongue lashing. <laughs> and, and Jam is... And I love that. I, I do. I love that, man. A tongue lashing, right? But what are you thinking if you drive out in the dark with your lights off? What are you thinking? Dark how, and shit. How, how did you do your pre-trip? What have you looked at? Where is your head? Right. What, you know what I mean? I, you, you're you asking the wrong question, Dave, because they aren't thinking. They are unaware. Mm, they yeah. have no not done their walk around. They have not checked those lights. They had no idea. Yeah. Good point, Dave. That's what well, else? well, then that's what this podcast for is to bring awareness. Yes. Instead of a bunch of bitching and us complaining yeah. about it, and, and, and I know that's what it sounds like, is we're trying to bring awareness to a problem that how do, how do you look? It's for the what if. It's, yeah. it's all that stuff. You yeah. know, I, I just listened to you, Dave, talk about our leaders, our leaders. You know, they did this. They created these laws. They've done all this other stuff. You know who the hell voted for the leaders? We did. People did. And you know who's not voting is not everybody to make a change. It has nothing to do with our leaders. We put them in office. Somebody put them in office. Well, As a country, we suck. <laughs> has nothing to do with our leaders. Get involved. If you can't even turn on your lights, how can you vote for somebody decent? You know, that's what it reflects to. If you can't turn on your lights and leave the yard, 
How are you going to leave a safe following distance? How are you going to know not to speed? How are you going to know to make your trailer level? How are you going to know to sweep off your tailgate? How are you going to know not to have your hoses rubbed? How are you going to know not to have your uh, periodic sticker in the right place? How do you know you're not going to have all your registration in your folder in your truck? How do we trust that you do the 10 things I just named because you can't turn on your lights? But does that sound like bitching? Well, it's the what if. It's the what if. What if I didn't do and, my and job? We're, and, we, and we decided on this podcast to try to keep it more positive when we let into this. And we're just trying to be better. That's what it boils down to. Trying to have a responsibility on how you're leading your life. Whether it sounds like bitching or a pat on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Because, again, we, we were just, we've been working on uh, some prices and some contracts and some renewals for uh, with uh, Brannon. And we were doing the math on our tonnage hauled and mileage hauled and all this other stuff. And when we broke down the tonnage and, and did some stuff, ninety we're on pace for 96,000 loads this year. You know, not every drop of it went to Brannon, but 99.9 of it went to Brannon, right? You guys, that's what we do all day long. But 96,000 loads. We should be, we should be giving you guys all a million dollars that because you, you, you just hauled 96,000 loads, right? Great, right, Jim? But we just have this, this little piece that, that we got to keep working on to make us better. Because that little piece is the crucial. It's going to cost you everything. It's the crucial piece. Yep. That that guy that's driving out with his lights on that didn't do a pre-trip inspection and probably didn't do a post-trip inspection and probably didn't bump his tires is probably going to be the guy that's going to be in the accident or gal. Yeah. I mean, it just, yeah, just it is that could be the at-fault accident. Yeah. Because they're they're like that 23-year-old kid. They're not thinking what if. They're not thinking what if. Right? Yeah. You know, what if what if I make it to I-25 and Thornton Parkway and I still have my porch lights on and I change lanes and I blind the car next to me and they crash? What if? Well, there there's a lawsuit. Right? There's a lawsuit. Absolutely, because and you fifty percent of the billboards in town along every interstate has a picture of have you been in an accident with a big truck? Yep. Yep. Because what what was your what was your word, Super Dave? Would you? They're not aware. Mm-hmm. Unaware. Yep, because they didn't take the time to look in the first place. No. So right. maybe this just should be to give called- everybody a heads up to people that have been driving older trucks or other companies' trucks. In these Kenworths, there's two switches that turn on all your clearance lights. Um, I believe, and I correct me if I'm wrong, you guys in the Pete's, our Pete's, there's only one. Yep. So and and. and- Awesome point, Super Dave. Awesome point. But you should never leave this yard in the dark right? With, without knowing if your there's working. another switch. That's right. Because and you'd come up to the safety people that are all standing out there or, or another driver. Even the guy standing next, next, to, you, next to you, you know, go, not all my lights know. are on. <laughs> What's <laughs> up with that? <laughs> right? And what do you do? Oh, oh yeah. By the way. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and that's communication and that's being a teammate and you know yeah. working together and doing a good yeah. job. That's what we do. Yeah. 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 Our silent warriors and our unsung everyday heroes don't have that problem. Yeah, because somehow we move ninety six thousand loads, right? Safely. Yes. Safely. And that and that that is amazing. Thank you, everybody. Yes. And I'm sorry, I don't know how you 
how you turn this where you just don't seem like you're picking on it. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think as we were all talking, and I know I just went on that tan- tangent, is what does a new guy think? Because I hope he, he, this is the first time, this is the first episode he's listening to, how much we care. How much we care about that person. How much we care about everybody here to, 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 to do it so we're covering the what if. Because well, we, don't, we don't know what the what if is. Well, Jim, if they listen to the podcast and they're paying attention, they realize we prayed for it. Yeah. You know, and I've brought this up before, but we prayed for their patience. We prayed for their vigilance. We prayed that they make good, safe decisions. We prayed for other people. Absolutely. I I mean, I would hope they think we care, that we're not just complaining or worried about the what if, right? Well, we did add one truck to the fleet a few weeks ago. We will get 100,000 loads next year. (laughs) (laughs) There's a goal, Dave. Track (laughs) that. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, break 100,000 loads. We're going to improve. Speaking of awareness, this is the time of the year we need to start paying attention to our start times. Okay, we had we had a split start time today. Some trucks or drivers were starting at five, some at six. Start times are there for a reason, and this is something we battled last year. If you got a six a.m. start time, don't be here at five. We we ask you to be here at six for a reason. Normally, it's because either the pit or the the plant they're not going to be ready for your material being there so early. Yep, yep, that could be a, next week could be the start of it. Supposed to get one to three Saturday. Yep, yep. I was going to mention inches. that. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully. Here we go, first you know, snow, guys. Yeah, it clears out Sunday and, you know, back to work. And, and the thing is, it's not like we're going to run out of work. The work's sitting there. We just can't be safe, possibly, if it's snowing. And it might be delayed a little bit. But the work doesn't go away. It mm-hmm. still needs to be done. Yep. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing, yep. We're, yep. we're not out of work. And, and JR and Scooby put it out on the two-way yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. But remember your heavier coats. Remember your, you know, your winter gear. It's going to be cold. Um, it's just the beginning. It's not really cold yet. It's just chilly. Yeah, even but with the podcast. It's a good idea to get that out and get it ready. Yeah, yeah. sorry for interrupting you there, Dave. Even with the podcast, and we've talked about it. We talked about it last weekend, I believe the week before. We know it's going to snow and rain Friday and Saturday. How many gates do you think we're going to have frozen shut Monday, uh, Monday morning? Monday morning, yep. Mm-hmm. 13. Right? Yep. Right? Yeah. yeah it's going to be interesting. Because if you don't think your truck's being driven or you're not working Saturday, and I know you said the rain Friday, but you should prepare Friday night for Monday morning. Absolutely. Yeah, because isn't it supposed to be like 21 degrees? On Monday, or, Dave? Or, yeah. I did, uh, or I didn't, is that I, Tuesday? Monday yeah, I didn't Tuesday. look at the I'm temperature. Sure. Yeah. You know, usually when it clears out, we all know we're from yeah. Colorado. That's when it's the coldest, right? Yeah, yeah, right at dawn, right when we're leaving the yard. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the coldest time in the morning, man. The temperature will always drop a couple degrees right when the sun's coming up. I'm being sarcastic. Yep. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> uh, yep. yep. Good stuff. Do you know why? Yes. The temperature inversion. Well, I don't know why. I'm asking for real. <laughs> Due to the temperature. <laughs> Due to the temperature. <laughs> Due to the temperature uh, dropping. Uh, <laughs> Due to the big ball of fire that hasn't come up yet. Uh, you know, and that just a hair off the subject here. Because <laughs> I think due to the temperature, you know, that, that thing is, is uh, for some reason it made me think about that was the theme at the CMCA. And I know we all talk about it, but, uh, you know, was mentioned so many times that if you have anything that you do anything, it got delivered on a truck. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and, so I'm just, true, and I'm just thinking, you know, whether we're hauling gravel and what, how important that means, whether you're doing, you know, salt for the roads or for a bridge deck or for a handicapped sidewalk 
or for a for you know a family to have their brand new home with a great driveway you know my new cast iron frying pan from amazon exactly yes. <laughs> exactly you know and that you know all of that stuff it got it got delivered in a truck and yeah. and we're how important you guys are and that's that's the thing you have to remember is you're so important so you do an important job so make everything important here's one that's really ironic that trucks deliver and it always just kind of freaks me out when you when you really step back for me it's an aha moment trucks even deliver your cars yep <laughs> yep no doubt think about no, it no doubt trucks even have to deliver your cars yep mm -hmm. so yep. right next to dave's frying pan yes <laughs> yes yeah i've got a little story behind that but anyway <laughs> trucks, <laughs> trucks oh no i mean amazon you, you can't beat amazon so i was uh, one of the it's it's actually a really cool company it's called lodge cookware or whatever they're mm -hmm. in tennessee they've been around for over 100 years and so i stumbled upon their webpage and started looking through their products and jackie and i have been talking about getting a cast iron frying pan for quite a while and um of course i'm like well you know they don't have free shipping they were going to charge me 10 bucks to ship it it probably wouldn't be here for a week or more and so of course i opened up amazon they sell the same lodge frying pan <laughs> um i might be might have even been a couple dollars cheaper i get it in a day right it came the next day it's like how do you beat that it's yeah, terrible you can't, you, can't, well, right. you know same day yeah. delivery would beat it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just i just ordered something and, and uh it was like do you want it at 4 a.m tomorrow morning i'm like well okay <laughs> right 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 I, I just thought about something the other day and, <laughs> and it showed up i walked in the door <laughs> that's because wow. your phone's reading your thoughts then i looked at my bank and the money was gone i was like oh, i was the other day when amazon showed up i was passing out amazon packages like christmas gifts it's like oh one for you one for you one for me you get one and somebody, you get one somebody yeah. called you oprah it was weird <laughs> I, dave i have a question for you why did you buy a lodge uh for the history of the company and the way that they explained how they're made all american you know materials and made in america um the history of the company i mean you could even buy a frying pan with different uh themes on the bottom yeah american themes or his historic themes or whatnot and uh the price was pretty good compared to other brands and do so. you believe it's the best pan I don't know. I mean, I couldn't. I'm not an aficionado. We just cooked some chicken thighs in it that day. We got it, and they came out pretty good. <laughs> Sounds like you put a lot of thought into it, though. I mean, it was a, a thoughtful purchase. Yeah, yeah. I we, mean, it. My guess is it's a pretty good pan. Yeah, I don't great. think a company can be around for a hundred years if they're not a pretty good pan, mm -hmm. right? And I, I guess what I was leading up to is, is, I bet they have pretty good people there making those pans. They're not. They're not Absolutely. made in another country. And you know, right? I bet you they're, they have a really good like family culture, just like we do. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. You you have to have the best to create the best, and that's what this podcast is about. We're trying to help everyone become their best. They may not be yet when they arrive here, but hopefully, this podcast makes you think and create a way, and and we're providing a culture to help you be your best. 
right? To do the best, make the best decisions, to help you, to help your family, to help help everyone be better all the way around, right? That's that's what this podcast is about. You know, it sounds corny, but we want to be the lodge cast iron pan, right? I mean, there there's a reason they're rated for that. So, yeah, anyway. So you're fun. shaking your head, Jim. You have some lodge cookware, huh? Uh, Tyler loves to cook. Danielle's husband, you know, my son-in-law, he loves to cook with the lodge pans. And we've been trying to buy him the different sizes. He'll do the... What's the what's the pot called? They have a name for the pot. Oh yeah, with the lid. With the lid and stuff. Oh, uh, uh, Dutch oven. Yes, uh, Dutch, Dutch oven. oven. And he and he does desserts. He's a he's a wonderful cook. But we've been buying the ones with the the big eagle on them, Dave. Yeah, and, yeah, and I, I saw those. So I yeah. knew when you brought them up as a lodge, I knew that that was the brand with the you know the branding of the the eagle. And I think it's an eagle with a flag. And anyway, so I'm sure Tyler when he because he listens to the podcast, he'll text me and go, Yeah, that's a that's a eagle with a flag or whatever. But, Shout out, Tyler. Uh, yep, yep. But yeah. That's that's the, yeah, Dave. You you purposely buy that stuff because of the the history, the branding, what you what you think they represent. You're hoping that they would stand behind their pan if there was a problem. A quality you, price, a quality. Right? Yeah, it's not just an outrageous. Yeah. And you, and you don't mind price. paying a little more for it because you're you're hoping you're getting that great pan. You know, you could get you could get another pan, and you know it may not have that quality. So yeah, absolutely. I yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't know what a lodge pan was five minutes ago, and now I can't live without one. <laughs> <laughs> you were today years old when you learned about it. Yeah, <laughs> today years old. I today like that. <laughs> yeah, that's his. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm sure I screwed it up somehow. <laughs> well, you, did, you did that one good. <laughs> you did, that one was great. Uh, Linda made a note. <clears throat> Your dispatch needs to be done in order. What? What order do they need to be done? Not the order you get your text, but you need to hit the link, go to all loads and verify the date, and then do them in order in Toro. Ah. We are having lots of drivers not paying attention to their dispatch and doing loads out of order and less efficiently. For example, a driver was supposed to load from out of two springs, then go to fair play, and he went to fair play first. Ouch. It was yeah. much more efficient to go to Manitou than Fair Play, not Fair Play, than come all the way back up to grab Manitou Springs. Not to mention the customer wanted the load in the morning, had to change up dispatches to get it covered. Better to call dispatch if you have any questions. So not only does it benefit JFW for do it for you to do it the right way, but it benefits you too. You know, and if you actually delivered your fair play or went to fair play first and then how to come all the way back you would realize like oh that was a big waste of time yeah i money. just lost two and a half or three hours yeah, yeah. and a fuel so, and, and if you were drive if you own that truck there's huh. no way you do it that way right. I, yeah jim i mean not only that but i mean look at what you made versus yeah. what yeah. you made could yeah. have made yeah and i, I guess i want to ask i just want to clarify on that because it you and we have a new dispatch system that we're using with toro it sounded like it alluded that they're getting multiple texts text, yes, that Dave. aren't in order for loads to be done mm-hmm. until you log in. Right. The text has nothing so, to do with the loads. You're right, Dave. Right. So I, I, I'm kind of given like an escape route or here's the educational moment, right? Because I haven't physically used it. So I'm kind of educating myself. When I'm saying this, it's almost a question, but like phrasing it, you need to make a point no matter how many texts you get to log in because that's going to give you 
the loads in that order. Yeah. First, I could, second, uh, third, right? Uh, I mean, that's, how, that's how they end up. In the, they don't say that. They David. don't. I mean, oh, unless man. unless they wrote it on there. Right. You know, in there. Well, but you but, always used to, and we'd get our. They were paper. But we'd get our dispatch, and there'd be three papers in there. <laughs> right. First, second, third was clearly written on the paper. Yeah. And what you're asking, Dave, is unless they because they said they were going to try to make it a little bit bigger or change it. When you when you log in, you know, with your text, it has the blue arrow up in the very corner, Dave, and you hit it, and it says all loads behind it. It's the only problem. It's not very big, you know. But if you're used to any kind of programs, you're you know, where's the edit button? And where's the Close button. It's always up in the corner. They tried to make it friendly that way. I do know we've sent some emails out on it. I'm just, you right. know, here's here's our way to help educate everyone. Because, I, like I say, I I know you ran in it. Yeah, you used it for a couple weeks. Yeah, and and the, I, again, I haven't, so I'm I'm hesitant in talking about it. You know, if I say something wrong, so yeah, I, just, I mean, the guys now have more experience than I do at it, right, Dave? So if sure. we're making mistakes, but for for the week when 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 Linda would send me loads and stuff, I never found it out of order. Gotcha. So hopefully it doesn't. You know, I'm sure there's somehow it gets out of order. So but. let me ask you, and I don't even know if this is possible, but if you got like three texts, does each text have a load on it when you just when you just see the text? Before you click the link, um, so because is that what's happening, Jim? They get one text. It's like, oh, first load fair play, and I'm I'm going to work. You know what I mean? You saw it the night before, and it's like, oh my my first load's fair play because you didn't log in. And you can do that several different ways, but it has the link. The text has the link okay. to get you back okay. on, so you look at all loads. Okay. So because we even played with it, you can send a message. Some of the stuff she was just sending me a note. Okay. Hey. You know, we're going to have burritos for breakfast because she was messing around with sure. it. Sure, yeah, and of that course. was, and then that was the dispatch. Yeah, that was yeah. the dispatch. And then I still went, you know, and hit the button, and it put the loads there on what we were supposed to do. And then they have notes. Sure. It's but you do, but you do have to read it, you know. And and I didn't, I didn't want to finish this, you know, because you're you're trying to stay away from us, us complaining about it, like we're we're better than anybody else, and we're not because we make mistakes. But again, with this trying to make orders and, you know, we had other drivers that had to make up for that load. We had dispatch that's great dispatchers. We covered the load. We covered the customer. We did all this. Sounds like time and money. But if, <laughs> if, right, time and money, and that's exactly what I'm saying, Dave, no matter what, we, we paid you for that time. We paid you for the load. We took care of you. That cost you nothing by watching that. But we we would have that choice or if you got something delivered a lodge pan or you ordered pizza or your meal was late what do you expect when you have a problem to be, to be fixed yeah or, customer service or yeah. comped right yeah that's comped so what if we turned to you and said hey you need to comp this load to that customer <laughs> you know what what cuz it's the what if yeah what if we had to do that what if we would do that what if that was your only customer and you just lost him because all you did was didn't read? Mm-hmm. What, if, what if? Great point. You know, and that's that's the what if we live in, you know, and we're, we're larger. We can make changes. And why know? do we talk about the what if? Because it's happened. Because it's happened. Yeah. Those are two very big words, huh? What? Yeah, what if. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's what I'll, I'll mention. It's a good point to put that what if. We talked about that motorcycle guy. You know, the video that ran from the springs up here in 20 minutes. And I had an opportunity to ask the colonel of the state patrol. And 
He's like, we are very close to putting handcuffs on that guy. Mm. And he goes, he's done it in multiple states. And it's basically, it's, you know, it might look, he might look like a hero to other people, but it's no more different than a bank robber. It's reckless. It's reckless. He will, he will rob a family or a single person of their life or something. Could, could be just money. Here's the what if. What if he would have hit the back of one of our trailers and died? Mm. And the big what if to that is, not only what that driver had to experience that that happened, right? That's a mandatory audit for JFW because it's a fatality. Mm -hmm. So now the state patrol's in here auditing our books. That takes a week of our time. And that's not one person's time. That's that's dispatch. That's safety. That's Gemini. That's, I, I mean, we've been through half a dozen audits over the years, you know, and here's the what if. We've had that happen. We've dealt with it. Right, we've had two fatalities that weren't our fault, and had to deal with that. Here's the what if, and and those are things that are out of your control, right? But right. that's my point. Yeah, and I, I want to quickly mention, even Con- though we're- control the things you can control. Yeah, right. Yeah, when you need to let that car merge in and you see it, let it freaking merge in. We don't have the time or energy to deal with that. Yeah, and I, I want to quickly talk upon it. And Mike's good about it, though. Is you know jacks and all that kind of stuff. Same thing for the mechanics out in our shop. Oh yeah, is the is the what if you yeah. know? Make sure there's a jack under there. Make sure there's a block. Make sure there's some kind of safety in place. Make sure it's you know the park brakes pulled, all that kind of stuff. The what ifs go to everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Just just like the driver is the captain of that ship, that mechanic is the captain of his area. Yep. Right. Yep. He needs to be yep. safe. We yep. we are all for safety. Yes. I mean, how safety many- first for a reason. I mean, everyone Absolutely. here is safety first, and it's like oh. Company policy, and the point is, is we don't want you to be hurt. Yes. Yeah. Like, being hurt, and I don't mean you cut your finger. I mean, you have a serious injury that's changing your life. Yes. Whether it be out on the road or it be in the shop, we want you to be safe for your own health. If you get hurt and you can't provide for your family, what were you doing to begin with, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. I do want to make a quick correction. Earlier, I said Veronica's accident was shortly after the podcast. It was actually at 4 p.m., I don't know what I don't know what made me think of that. But. I was going to correct you, Jam, but it, it it it's irrelevant. What stopped you, you this time? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, it didn't matter. You know what I it mean? It does a little bit. I, I it got us to rush facts. hour, right? That was kind of the reason yeah. traffic was stopping. And that was probably what caused the two trucks to hit each other because one truck came oh. off of the hill too fast. Yep. And the other truck didn't. You know what I mean? Count on it. We're, yeah. We're going to talk about rush hour. I found some interesting facts about that. But I yeah. bet. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> JR wanted to mention, uh, don't rev your trucks up in the cold weather to build, build your air up, right? It is terrible for the engine. You know, <clears throat> in the summertime, you don't lose as much air. You may start your truck and your air might already be built up. But if you lost your air and it's cold out and you're revving your engine before that oil has a chance to lubricate the parts that need to be lubricated, you are causing damage to that engine. Yeah. You did a really good analogy on this a couple of weeks ago. Give your analogy again. About how the alarm went off and you just jumped out of bed and did a sprint. Did I say that? Somebody did. I thought it was you. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, think about it. When that alarm goes off, I don't know about you guys, but I can't. I'm barely moving. Huh. <laughs> like I'm barely getting getting to the place I need to go, and yada yada yada. I couldn't imagine just being fired up. It's cold out, right. and wham! You're at you're at full speed, full speed ahead. Think about how your body reacts. It's the, it's the same difference. That truck is just like your body. It's a creation. I do remember now. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good point. He was such in a hurry you forgot. 
Yeah. Right. My, my oil was it's gone, man. It I was a lubricant. Yeah. I was 20 minutes from the springs to here. So. Uh, Chris Bean wanted to make a note for the podcast. If you see something, say something, especially on 285 when running fair play. If you pass an accident scene or any potential hazards, such as a herd of deer, objects in the road, etc., please alert the other drivers that will be approaching it, especially if they're within a mile or two of the scene. While true, each driver is responsible for their ship, every little bit helps. Last week, while headed to Fair Play with 002 behind me, dropping down the hill just after Pine, there was a large accident scene on the shoulder and partially blocking the lane. None of our drivers said anything to us. It was certainly a surprise when we came around the curve to all those emergency lights. We weren't speeding and easily slowed down and moved over, but you just never know. Communication is the key to being accident-free. Together, it would have been really greatly appreciated. Remember, on 285, we should be all on channel 19, not that channel That is such a great reminder. I mean, we should, we should almost, that should almost be it with our prayer, Jim. You know what I mean? Just as a reminder every yeah, week. Yeah, see something, say something. Yeah, and to be on channel 19 on 285 because yeah. we're here it's not as critical, right? Yeah. Up there it's pretty damn critical. We pray you're on channel 19. <laughs> I was just going to say that, Jeff. God, please let us remember to be on 19. Yeah. Uh, we should call 285-19, right? We should just automatically say, oh, you're on 285-19? Huh. <laughs> Takes, what, 17 times to make a habit. There you go. So Jim, you you came back. You were gone Th- Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Friday. Yeah. and a weekend and, 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 and Saturday. Yeah, and yeah. I came back. Came back, back Monday. Sunday. Yeah, it was the it was the first time I was able to you know, and you can attend it every year, but that that I took advantage of attending the the CMCA, so the Colorado Motor Carriers Association is kind of their big end of year hoopla. They have a lot of vendors up there. A lot of the companies make it. They have uh, in- inspirational speeches. They have uh, some things on what's going on in the times, improvements for the year to come, just different things. It's a, it's a summary of the year, really. And I just wanted to touch on a, on a few items here. Um, one of the speakers that was really good was, let me, let me turn to him here, uh, Colonel Matthew Packard. Um, and I know it says Colonel. I called him the Colonel. But in his title here, I guess the colonel is the chief or also the chief because they called him the the chief of uh, Colorado State Patrol. And uh, he was very well-spoken. He was passionate. And uh, one of the couple of things I want to touch on is uh, I did mention that I was had a chance to ask him about the motorcyclists that ran, made that run. He said they almost got him in handcuffs, which I mentioned, because he's done this in multiple states. And so it's a it's a multiple jurisdiction that they're that they're trying to nab him. So that's kind of taking care of that. And then one of the things that he touched upon coming into the future and what's going on with State Patrol is they're really trying to uh, hire more patrolmen. And he said, you know, you look at that, and he says, everybody goes, oh, there's going to be more people to write tickets and different stuff like that. And he's not he he's after an in enforcement, but he's after education. He's after the presence of the troopers on the road. And we all know when you see a cop, you slow down. And he said, if we if we don't have a presence, um, we, we can't make a difference out there, even if it's not a stop. And, and just like we've talked in the podcast, you know, they're fighting continually, speeding and distracted driving. That's what causing most of the accidents. 
And then when it comes to the trucking side, and I mentioned Glenwood Canyon, is some kind of, you know, if you're getting a Colorado CDL, maybe you have to have so many videos or take a special test about the mountains. Because if you have a Colorado CDL, more than likely you will run our mountains. If you, if you get a CDL from another state, maybe there's a piece or some software or something that goes along with that license that can tell you, here, here's what you need to do in our mountains, you know, because they're, I-70 is their Achilles tendon. And, you know, I think of how bad I-25 is or different stuff like that. But, you know, again, for, for the trucking side, it's the brakes, it's the downhill, it's the canyon getting through it, Glenwood Canyon, you know, trying to pass. It's, it's chaining up, it's the weather and everything like that. And so, you know, he'd much rather have one of his troopers pull somebody over, you know, not issue a ticket, but have an educational moment. And and when I said he mentioned one if, one thing that he struck me, and I'll move on, is that, you know, that if he get a driver to slow up and take five minutes more through the Glenwood Canyon, what would that save us? What would that save him or her or whatever? It, and and you're, you know, you're back to that. That five minutes might save you hours you know and then that's when he mentioned about closing the canyon that that's when they close it it's closed you know it's not like temporary close like on i-70 so and so yeah here's you know and, and then he mentioned you know that there there's a similarity between the state patrol and like what we do because there's no a work at home state patrol there's no work at home uh you know truck driver there's no the state patrol and the truck drivers we don't have Zoom sessions. <laughs> you know, can't get away with it. We're, it's we're, funny, Jim. So far, all you've done is talk about what we talk about. Exactly, Dave. I mean, he he did the you know the that's si- all you've you know, done except for and not that we can't get shot at, but everything he talked about. The only thing it was it was just like what we're doing, except those guys could get shot at. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. that was, but it's not like a truck driver can't get shot at. So yeah, so you know, a shout out. You know, if you'd ever hear this, uh, you know, to Colonel Packard, great. Great guy, you know, seemed like he cared a lot about his troops, which, which we do here. And then, uh, uh, for everybody, if you, if you have the time, um, let me flip to, to that page. They had an inspira- inspirational speaker on that. Uh, can, can I just jump in yeah, there, Jim? Cause yeah, I just, yeah, it's just uncanny how similar everything you just talked about and what we talk about here. I just looked up the Colorado State Patrol's mission statement. And it's so funny because we've had on Sergeant Grinniger. Yeah, and I, and I great, mentioned that to Great, to great guest, right? Colonel Packard. I mean, you know, so, so cool. But the mission of the Colorado State Patrol is to ensure a safe and secure environment for all persons by utilizing the strength of our members. Hmm. I mean, is that not right? Is that not what we're talking about every single day? Yep. Yep. So, yeah. yeah and he, and he mentioned, cool. you know, if you see one of our guys, give him a pat on the back. You know, that kind of thing. It goes a long ways. But he said, if they're messing up, I want to hear about that too. You know, he didn't, he didn't skip that part. You know, not, not everybody's perfect. And then, uh, one of the, the inspirational speaker that they had on there was Chad Porter. Um, and I can have Jam, Jam put it out on a leak or whatever, a link or whatever. But he wrote a book about severed dreams and, uh, he was 15 years old and he was a star athlete. At 15, he already had scholarship offers to play football at different colleges. Um, he was on on a ski team, a national ski team that toured um, 
oh, I think you mentioned like North Carolina, South Carolina, that kind of region, you know, all the different lakes and stuff. And um, they were trying water, ski. water skiing. Yes, water skiing. Yeah, if I didn't say that because um, I can visualize his story because I mm-hmm. listened to him, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, water ski. Anyway, he had a water ski accident where they were at the at the beach. They were trying to get off the lake. Somebody bumped the throttle, ran over him with the boat, severed one of his legs below the knee, cut the other leg back up, back up in a bunch of different places. And at 15, he knew what he wanted to do with his life. And, you know, a lot of us don't know what we're wanting to do with our, with our life at 15. And he said, I did. And he said, I, I, you know, losing the leg stopped all that. And he was able to get a prosthetic, and he he was able to live the a lot of his dreams. I mean, he became still became the high scorer of his basketball team, things like that. So very, very inspirational. And and I'll end on my final thoughts on on one of his thoughts. So that was really good. Um, and then uh, a couple of things I want to mention. And here's a here's a little uh, competition for for all of us here. Um, and ATRI, uh, it's the American, American Transportation Research Institute. Any one of us can join it. Um, they do ask for donations. You don't have to give a donation to join. But this is what keeps them in business. Single people give donations. Companies give donations. But they've been gathering fact after fact after fact. And I'm, I'm going to spit this one out just to, get, just to give a little uh, uh competition or some love out to like veronica and our and our other women drivers is female drivers outperformed males in every statistically significant behavior male drivers are 14 percent more likely to be involved in a crash than a female driver so are these driveway incidents or just <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, and, and so that's just, that's just a little fun that they, that they ran that. And, and, uh, you know, female drivers are, or, or, uh, or male drivers are 14 more percent likely to be involved in an accident than over a woman. So that, that was a fun statistic. Um, back to the, the little bit of the political side. I wanted to give these figures out. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's all due to the, the the electric truck. So they went over the electric truck because nobody there was for it, and yet nobody can seem to stop the roll of them trying to go to electric vehicles. So um, one of their big things at at Atri was Jim. Jim can I just yeah, go, before jump, you throw that out there, right? Because you have in. all the stats in front of you. Why aren't they for the electric trucks yet? Because it doesn't work. It just, it just, it, it's not possible. It's yet, not right? possible. It's, yeah. I don't know. It, it's not the, that they're this, not for it. And, and I, I yeah, don't, they're, I don't you're, want to you're change right. your words. You're right. You're right. No, they, they said it that way. Thank you for the, they are for it. Yes. But it doesn't work. Yes. And we're, we're all for it. Yeah. It's not there yet. Right. It doesn't, the infrastructure is not there. The longevity for the, the whole yeah, thing. The battery technology is the weight. There. Yeah. Yeah. I that's, mean, and that was all part of that. So that, like you said, Jam the the infrastructure. infrastructure, yeah. So th- this is some of the and and I didn't think about it. So and I, I don't know what Bev charging is, so I'd have to look that up. But it says it. regardless, ba- battery electric vehicle is that all it is? Oh, so yes. the Bev, okay. So because we're ice, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's ice? Combustion engine. Uh, internal. internal combustion engine because yeah. all our trucks are ice. And then a Bev is, is a, or I'm sorry, a Zev is a zero emission vehicle. Yep. 
Yep. So BEV is battery electric vehicle. vehicle. ZEV is zero emission vehicle. Which a which BEV is a should, ZEV should be. No, well, a ZEV could be, it could run on anything. Hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yeah, it could run yeah. on hydrogen. Yeah. Anything that doesn't produce carbon. Right. 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 Yep. Everything that all of our green plants and trees and grass mm-hmm. needs. Yep. So one of the first things, <laughs> the, the, the little note right off the bat was, so if you have a, if you're, if you're charging a BEV, so what does that do to your hours of service and parking availabilities? So I hadn't really thought about hours of service. How are they going to account that you're still with that truck charging and now you're, you, you, you know, you're limited. So there, there's a little something to overcome. So which at best is a minimum of four hours, right? The right. best charger they can come up with right now takes right. four hours to charge a truck battery. And that's a million that's dollar charge. Probably charger. only up to sixty or maybe eighty percent. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So well, we don't have it obviously yet, Dave. But I mean, it was my understanding that was a hundred percent charge is the best they can do is four hours right now. Yeah, yeah. You so even the four hours, Dave. So and I know we've talked about if we wanted to charge one of our trucks, it would take ten homes, right? So here's so a parking case study, and this all has to do with parking. So. To charge one requires enough daily electricity to power more than 5,000 US, U.S. homes for 126 trucks charging. 5,000 homes. Okay. Sounds great. So, so then they, you know, they, they, they keep spitting this stuff out. So to charge all these trucks, okay, and have availability, a, at minimum, every truck parking space would need a charger so that's 313,000 spaces to be able to charge all the trucks on the road okay and then the internal the initial equipment to for these parking places is 35 billion is what they estimate just ask Biden for it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. He's he's about. And, we give that to other countries every day. <laughs> right. So what's a big deal to? But if we ask everybody to spend thirty five billion putting charging stations in, we, we wouldn't do that. We wouldn't do that. Um, yeah, just wouldn't. So that that was an interesting one. So and then I want to touch on this just for our safety piece here. So top ten crash predictors, and this is for the guys that are working here. And if you would go someplace else and, you know, try to get a job and, you know, this is for us also. So if you have a ticket on your license, one of the, the, I'll just do the top three is you're a future crash likelihood. So if you get a job and you've had this violation, you're a 141% increase in likelihood to have another crash. If you failed to leal yield at a right of way violation. Wow. Oof. So so if you so stop sign or something like that. A left stop turn. Line, if you haven't if you right? haven't yield a failure and you got that ticket, you're a hundred and forty one percent more likely to have a crash later on. Oof. So if you come to to our company with that crash. So failure to use improper signal convention conviction. Okay, so you've not used your turn signal. So just like we talked, our, our, our safety, you know, has, has, no, blind has spot. no blind spot. The, should the blink four, four times. Yeah, the four before times. Before you even get close to that yeah. dotted line. Right? Yeah, so if you have that violation, you're 116% Ooh. likely to have 
an upcoming crash. So basically when we're running motor vehicle records and we see a failure to yield or improper use of, of um, turn, signal. turn signal, that's a big red flag. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. So this is the one that she said we can't count on because what it doesn't say is it's whether it's your fault or the other person's fault. So if you've had a past crash, you come to us with a past crash on your license, you're 113% likely to have another crash. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. Even well, she, well, she said you don't. You well, can't agree with that, Jam, because this, this statistic doesn't say whether it's your fault or the other person's fault. But I feel like if it was my fault, I'm just arguing for the fun of it. I yeah, guess, right? yeah. If I had an accident today, I feel like I would be super diligent to not have another one. Do you know what I mean? I, I do. I do. But that's the Be- reason you have the position you have here. <laughs> and that's the okay. reason you're part of our culture. Gotcha. And you're willing to change. Right. Some people aren't willing to change. Gotcha. Right? Yeah, that kid that, that hit accident. Veronica. Yeah. yeah he may say the accident wasn't his fault. We've had people <laughs> that work here, and it's a very short time until they have an accident and go, well, that wasn't my fault. And they don't right. take any ownership yeah. because they're not willing to change. Yeah, that guy shouldn't have Yeah, I guess my light. question to that and where I thought you were headed, Jam, is – if the accident wasn't my fault, I didn't get a ticket for it, and you don't have it on the record. Mm. Ver- the, no, there should be no record of That's Veronica's true. accident in her driving history. True. Well, I think because it was. I mean, she's not. She, she wasn't cited. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I think if that's yeah, yeah, you're right, Dave. So, yeah, so, so, so I mean, I, if you had an at fault accident and were ticketed for it, right. that's 114 yeah. percent likely you're going to have another accident. Yep. 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 And then uh, something just off the, just way off. Um, so th- they also have 55% of drivers that they interviewed. They believe that if they're hauling or working in a state that marijuana is legal, they're allowed to smoke marijuana. So over oh. half the drivers driving believe that they can smoke marijuana if they're in a state that's legal. Well, I've been smoking marijuana here for years. <laughs> How come you haven't been shown? Do you mean smoke it and drive at the same time? No, no. Just they can just, use it, Dave. Just, they can just think plain they can use, use it. it. This, like this. It's, not, it's not federally illegal. They don't understand they have a federal driver's license, and it's an illegal stuff substance right. to have in your, you know, in your bloodstream, Dave. I, yeah. want, I want to bring this up just because of, uh, let's just say Veronica's accident. This has nothing to do with Veronica. Veronica was minding her own business, doing a great job. She got rear-ended. If that driver died, she would be required to go take a drug test. Yeah. Even though it wasn't her fault. Yep. Right? That's the law. Mm-hmm. That is the law. Or if you're ticketed, if you're ticketed for an accident and that other vehicle or your vehicle is towed away or somebody is injured and needs to be transported by ambulance from the scene, you are required to go take a drug test, right? <clears throat> you could be as careful as you want to be. You could be the most careful driver in the world. If you get rear-ended and somebody dies, you're going to take a drug test. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and 55% of the drivers <laughs> think that's okay right. to smoke marijuana. And if you get caught with that drug, t- with marijuana in your bloodstream whatever you get test positive right? right you had it wasn't had nothing to do with that accident right 
but you're in deep poo-poo. Yeah. And here I'm going to tie everything together with the, what we've talked about so far as far as being a good person and being responsible and yada, yada, yada. So, okay, you were rear-ended. Say that person did die. Even though it's not your fault, we drug test you. You test positive for marijuana, and that family's pissed, even though they know it was their right. son's or brother's or mother's fault for hitting them. And they just get a lawyer just to investigate. Yep. You shouldn't have and been on the And they find out you didn't pass your drug test. Guess what? It's going south. Yep. You shouldn't have been on the road. You will be sued. We're an unsafe company. I mean, you name it. Yards. Even though you were, you did everything right except yep. that one little thing. Right? That's, that's because we got people like the people that are encouraging Veronica to milk this and sue people in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. same mindset. Yeah. Oh. It yeah. does nothing but raise our insurance rates. Yeah. Not only right. ours, just across America. Yeah, the well, nation. that's what I'm getting. When I say the, ours, not yeah. just JFW. It's the yours problem. and yours and yours and mine and everyone listening to this podcast. Yeah. Your insurance rates just went up because those insurance companies are sued. Yeah. Period. Yep. Yep. And then uh, just a couple more I want to just touch upon. Yeah, these are great. Right, right quick. Um, so they also did the ranking when you they send out uh, questionnaires and you can you can answer them if you're an uh, an Atri member and they have their standard set of questions and then they have a spot where you can hand write in and if you and they 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 brag that they read all the handwritten notes and if they have a state that writes in enough information they'll give just a state statistic so this one, so Colorado, they had enough Colorado drivers to write in to break out Colorado on what the top 10 concerns of a driver, a truck driver is in the state of Colorado. So our Colorado drivers, number one thing they're worried about is driver distraction. Mm. So same thing we care about. All the drivers on the road, and this is independent drivers too, as long as uh, along with company drivers, but distracted drivers, you know, the cell phone usage, all that kind of stuff. So, cheers to all the all the Colorado drivers. I mean, that that's amazing to see that. Um, the other th- concern there was, which it has to do, I took it as having to do with our mountains and stuff like that, was driver training standards. Mm. And when I see that, I'm thinking, God, look at look at all the training we do. We're trying to be top notch. We're right. trying to be ahead of that. We're trying to cover the what if. So that was, I was proud of that. Um, next concern is hours of service. Do we have drivers out there that are running over hours of service? Um, fourth is fuel prices. And the reason it was a concern with the fuel prices is it's the independents that also take this survey. survey. And then um, number five was driver shortages, um, that there's a shortage of drivers, you know, and I, I think that could be, you know, for, I don't know why that would come up as a concern, but maybe just their industry not having the best. And then uh, I just want to jump down here to number eight, marijuana legalization. That was a concern for drivers in really? Colorado. Yeah, so huh. it made the top ten. So that was that was interesting. And then uh, so as far as across the nation, and they're able to do a commercial driver and a company driver, or the, the, the commercial driver's concerns and the company's concerned. So the top one for a driver across the nation was compensation. Mm-hmm. So obviously wages. So that's good to hear. Um, but the top concern for the companies was economy. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that means to me that the companies do care, but maybe because of the economy. Can we afford to give can, them what they want? Exactly, exactly, Jim. And then second for the driver out in the nation was truck parking because they can't find safe truck parking. We see that every Monday morning over here. Exactly. Every morning. Well, exactly. That's true. I mean, today. Today. it's Wednesday morning and <laughs> Scooby had to get us, what was it, a Swift, Swift? truck? Yep, yep. And then uh, just right quick here. So this was to start her presentation. And I want to thank everybody here, no matter what your age here is at JFW. But in uh, 2023, I think this actually, this is for 2022. So it hasn't changed in 2023. But the average age of a truck driver right now is 45 to 54 years old. Wow. And that's the average age. And as you follow the chart back to um, a 20 to 24 year old, so we're, we're so the top of the, the, the for, so 45, between 45 and 54, 25.1% of the drivers are in that age. That's the top, okay? Between the ages of 20 and 24 is only 4.6. It's it's at the bottom. So there is no new drivers coming into this this business. Wow. And, and what but sucks, you know, Jim, that, is our hands are... Sorry, Dave, go ahead. I was just going to say, that's insurance company regulation. Right. I have to tell these guys, we can't hire you until you're 25. And, you know, I do make a few exceptions based on our total numbers, but... And we've talked about this too. We're, we're losing drivers because then a guy gets out of high school and he goes, well, you know, I guess I'll go into the, I don't know, IT business or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. And it does show that, Dave, because from 25 to 34, it takes a large spike up to 20%. Oh, sure. But you, like we've said, that's the, and she said this too, the lady was awesome that did this, the um, evaluated all the statistics. But you've you've picked a you've picked a career, or you've had to take care of yourself or make a living way before you turn twenty five, right? Mm, yep. So, and then just want to just want to end this, and I ask all the guys here this morning. So, in recruiting, you know, top female drivers, ages, everything else like this, hmm. what's the top recruitment to get you into the the driving field? What has been the the biggest driver? To, that when you've chosen to be a driver for your career and I ask everybody here at the table and I was shocked at the answer too it's because you have a member that's a truck driver you a have a family, family family member that's a truck driver yeah. and I thought that was so interesting that you know you you've brought into it you've been brought into the the fold or the culture because you have a family member that's been driving and then I, I think of Gillies that's what brings me back to Gillies oh, yeah text was you know you guys by letting the family members join you we've possibly created a future driver that that obviously we need so mm -hmm. yeah so thanks everybody out there thanks your families you know be safe and you know i i, I enjoyed the you know learning about this stuff it, it's good stuff a lot of a lot of value there yeah, that sounded awesome that must have been a good time did Holly enjoy it? Yeah, yeah. She sat through all the stuff with me, and nice. there there was a whole piece on uh, when you need a CDL, when you're qualified, weight of your vehicle, weight of your trailer, non-CDL drivers, you know, a medical card, because you may not need a CDL, but if you meet certain weight categories, you do need a medical card. Really? You don't need a CDL, especially if you're going out of state. And so she found it so interesting because of Rapaho Roofing, 
they'll take their like their F three fifties or a four fifty, they'll hook a trailer to it, and because they're crossing state lines, they, they don't need a CDL, but their drivers have to have a medical card. Did they already know that, or is that new for them? Well, they learned they, at the port last year. They, yeah, oh. <laughs> but, but the guy that gave the guidelines, Holly's like, here, I have it written down that we I can do a test. No. You know, what's your, your trailer? Is it over ten thousand one? Is your vehicle twenty six thousand one pound? And she goes, you know, are you crossing a state line? Mm. The guy gave out a whole chart to go, That's yes, awesome. yes, yes, and she can go. I I can look right at him and go, you need a you need a medical card. Huh. We can't go do that. Interesting. Yeah, good stuff. All right, we have one question from the audience, and this is from Ricardo Cordova, who is a former driver here. Good guy. He's friends with uh, Paco as well. He says, with all your guys' knowledge about new and old semi-trucks, have you thought about opening a service department for non-JFW trucks? Every day. <laughs> <laughs> we, Jam, we actually tried that a long time ago. We tried to take care of one of our customers' trucks. Uh-huh. And man, it's, it's back to the same old thing. For one, insurance. Right. I mean, you got to have the insurance, but you're dealing with a whole set of customers that if you didn't fix their truck just right, if you're, you know, you, you can't take the liability. Like if you're, if you're working on somebody's trucks, for example, and you know, the front axle needs, it's obvious it needs the brakes replaced, right? The back axle is, Hey, it, it, it needs brakes, but your drums are just really close. And, and your, your customer goes, Hey, I can't afford to have the drums replaced. Don't do that, but go ahead and do the front axle. That's serious. But we're recommending you need the drums and we can get by with the brakes. And let's say that a brake drum breaks mm. or a brake. So then you're, you're yeah. liable for that. And it, it's, it's a tough business. Repair shops are not easy, you know, and, and I think the reason he's asking is because, <laughs> Our knowledge, it would be nice to fix somebody's truck and get them on down the road, right? You know, and, and maybe at a reasonable rate. That that would be fantastic, and it would be another facet income for JFW. You know, we have great mechanics here that could do that, but that's the biggest answer to that too, though, Jim. Is room? We don't yeah, have room. room for it. Yeah, we don't even have room to park a truck. Time, and we don't have the bodies. Yep. Yeah. Right. We don't have yeah. the spare mechanics right. to to do that. Yep. So yeah, all. Good all, question, though. Yeah, good great hear, question, just great, all knows. <laughs> great hearing from you, too, Rico. Yep. All right, safety topic of the week, happy loads and accidents. So you've probably heard us on the radio this week talking about it's that time of the day, it's 3.30, we're going to get our happy load, don't let your guard down, stuff like that. That is because during rush hour, there's more likely chance of an accident. But before I get to that, in 2022, there was almost 32,000 deaths in America due to motor vehicle accidents. Wow. That is a disgusting number, right? How we, many, Jim? 30, almost 32,000. Wow. Is that crazy? And and that last year was our worst year, too. I don't know, because I thought you looked it up, Jam, unless you got it there. Here in Colorado was 800? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't look up just the state, yeah. I mean, out of that 32,000, we had like 700 or 800 right. of them, yeah. you know, which is sick. Yeah, I mean, think about it. And I hate to bring up these things, but like the World Trade Center, right, when 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 the planes crashed into that, how many people died? 2,000-something, right? Yeah, I, I like, thought it was three, but it was three. three. Okay, let's couple say. A couple thousand. Let's that say 3,000. the Pentagon, and that included the crash in Pennsylvania Field. Okay, yeah. It was 3,000-something yeah. right. people. And then okay. look at what's going on. Like, I think, I don't know the total number, but at one time last week, there was 1,800 Israelis that had been killed in the war, right? Those numbers, when we hear that, 
because it's war, it, it makes us feel a certain type of way. Like, that's disgusting. 32,000 Americans died. Horrible deaths on the road last year. Yeah. That, 2022. That, that's okay, Jim. Yeah. That 32,000 people. Some of some of them are accidents. You know yeah. what I mean? Like legit. But like if that kid the other day plowed into the back of a Hyundai, you know, and, and a family of five died, I mean, that's just disgusting to me. So I mean, I was just waiting for you to get there, Jim, but my, my question to that is, of those 32,000, how many were preventable? I want to say... 31,000 probably. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, if you look at it, and I bet that because it's on the road, but the coal train that derailed and killed the truck driver right. below yeah. the bridge, yeah, that was you a- know that went on the highway statistics, yes. right? right? Yeah. But that's preventable, Dave, just like you're asking. What is yeah. there, one? Like you're saying a 1,000? Yes. Right. Out of 32,000? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I bet... I bet the ones that are are preventable. I bet it's staggering the number that are. Right. Pre- Look so at the human, accidents we have that are all preventable. preventable. It's human error. Yeah, it's human error. So it's choices. It is. It's, it's bad decisions. choices. Or it's good decisions. Ones, yeah. It's like driving out of here with your lights off. Yep. So what is rush hour? Rush hour is considered three and a half. I don't know why they say rush hour. It should be rushed three and a half hours, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> rush hour. <laughs> Rush it, hours. Yeah, because it's like 6 to 9.30 in the morning is considered rush hour, and then like 3 to 6.30 p.m. Yeah. is considered rush hour. And there's an increased risk during rush hour. Aggressive driving, truck driving, bicycle riding, and weather-related conditions increase the risk of crashes and injuries by 41% during rush hour. Not only that, but we let our guards down, right? Oh, we're on a happy load. This is it. I made it through the day. We're thinking about our wives or our girlfriends or our kids or what we got going on after work. We're almost close to home. Everyone knows, or maybe you don't, but a lot of crashes, most crashes happen five miles from your house because, again, you've let your guard down. You've let your guard down. So we need to stay diligent on these happy loads. Yeah, and does does the percentage work that way? Because 41% happen during rush hour, so I'm just going to round that up to 50%. Well, there's an increase of forty one percent. So so okay, so so increased by fifty percent. So how many of the thirty two thousand deaths, if mm. there's a fifty percent increase, right, happened right at rush hour. Right. Were they is that fifteen thousand? Yeah, exactly. Is that half of that or, right. or pretty close to that? Yeah. So that's even more amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, wow. Yeah. yeah, it's it just one of my fears, I I'm not scared of a whole lot. I don't wanna die in a piece of metal. On asphalt, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. To me, that just since that's not the way I want to go. Going to Veronica's accident the other day, and and being able to get right up next to that car, and looking at the inside of that car, it'll make you think about driving a little differently. You know. Yeah, it's, that's that. That's that scared straight jam, and I know, I know that exact feeling, and I shouldn't know that feeling, jam. I mean, right. nobody should know that yeah, feeling, but, right? And that the the girl that was texting and hit the back of us, right. you know, our brake pod was at her steering wheel. The brake pod of the axle on the axle was at her steering wheel. Crazy. And that that's the same thing you you witnessed right there. That's the reason right. they had to cut him out, right, right, Jam? The you know the engine was in his his yeah. seat. There was when you look in there. I mean, we <laughs> there's a picture of him and a dog still in the car. There's a guy just leaning on the car because. They can't do anything. They're waiting for the fire department to come with the yeah. jaws of life. You know, yeah. he's in there moaning and groaning. The dog's biting people. Like, 
and you look in there when it's all done and doors cut off and it's like man imagine being stuck in there with no way out in, yeah. in pain in pain imagine it's another what if imagine if that car caught fire yeah and you can't get out imagine being a bystander or veronica or somebody who wants to help that guy get out of that car and they can't do anything about it. There's when real goodwill kicks in, Jim. Mm-hmm. Because, Heroes, that's where you're, what's, because that, what's your thing? You got to have a huge amygdala to run into a burning vehicle <laughs> well, I mean, and pull I, somebody out. Yeah, I hate to say this, you guys. I mean, I, you know, I, I'll kind of speak for Jim, but he can speak for himself. But we are hardened from this right. business. Yeah, we, Jim and I are hardened human beings. Sometimes we may come across cold. Sometimes we may come across like we don't care. But you, the things we have seen and seen the too things much. we have dealt with, you know, number one, we know life goes on. Right. Number two, we knows we know we're gonna be forced you know, I complained last week about bat and cleanup, right? We're dealt. We're we are dealt the cards we're dealt because of someone else's choices. Mm-hmm. And that that has I don't wanna say helped hardened us, but you know, there's times it's good to be hardened and there's times it's not, right? right? And uh yeah, the things we have seen and dealt with have hardened us in our lives and our careers here. And, you know, in some ways that's good, and in probably more ways it's not. You know, because sometimes we may look like we don't have the empathy or we don't have the compassion, but it is it is difficult. So when you talk about that car catching fire, you know, the knee-jerk comment, and I don't mean this from my heart, but my knee-jerk comment, because we, you know, we're I'm amongst a group of you guys sitting here, I would probably be like, well, let it burn. He did that to himself, you know? And and you guys know that's a joking comment, right. e- even though the way it sounds. We know your heart. Yeah, if you don't know me, you're like, holy shit, Dave's pretty hardened guy. Like, that's cold, bud. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Cause you, cause you when just, if I were there, I think I would be like, we gotta who's got a fire extinguisher? How do we get, you know what right. I mean? You know I would be acting upon what's going on. But, sure. but the knee-jerk reaction is... He did this. Why are we responsible? Because right. you want that slight bit of accountability. You, you don't do. want the guy no, hurt, I, but I, you just want the yes. accountability. I feel you. Yes. When I'm driving down the road and I see a motorcycle go ripping past me where it's like, I get scared for that driver. <laughs> Your heart hurts, right, right? right Jim? And, 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 and you guys know me. Like I want to be able to help people. Mm-hmm. But I think like, would I go try to pick those pieces up for that guy? Yeah. You know you, what I mean? You would, Jim. I probably yeah. would. We, we, we all would. Right. But when I when it goes by, it's like, wow! I might see you a mile up the road, and you might be hurt really bad. And if I do help you, I'm probably going to give you a hard time about right? it. Like, right, right. Wow. And, <laughs> and I think that's a little bit of the hardened part, Jam, is because if if you don't harden a little bit, right. you can't c- survive this. Yeah. You can't survive yeah, emotionally, that, but you also would get an attitude that you just won't help. Right. So you put that. Because as I was thinking about the hardening, Dave, I was thinking it's a little bit of shield. And I know you said I can speak for myself, but the things we've seen and had to go do, I would be a, like a little blubbering puddle over here going, I, I can't, I, right. I just be at home right. with the lights off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. like your first responders. The things they see, yes. the things yes. they, yeah. they know they're going to see a murder. They know they're yeah. going yeah. to see a decapitation. They know they're going to get on scene and there's going to be a little baby that's not like... You almost got to do that to protect yourself. A- abs- you know? Absolutely, and 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 I understand because I've had fractions of that through right. my life. Yep. You know, 
of what they deal with every day. And I'm going, well, I couldn't do that every day. Right. <laughs> no way. Right. I, I, I couldn't get that hard. <laughs> it just, <laughs> you'd have to have that wall, right. big wall. Yep. Yeah. And they do have like PTSD. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and they I, have to like quit and go to therapy and, and it, it, yeah, even I, though they have the wall, it's not strong enough, you know? Right. I was reading something the other day and it was a first responder giving advice to other brand new first responders. And one of her pieces of advice was to start therapy sooner than later. To start therapy is that what sooner you're than later. You're gotcha. gonna need it. Gotcha. Start it sooner than later. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Don't you know? don't wait. That's the voice don't wait of for experience. It. You, huh? You're 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 proactive instead of reactive. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. Tips and tricks from Ray Davis. Who? Ray, Ray, Ray. You know, double O thirteen. Did you oh, see his guy? I, I Did you see 13. his low yesterday? <laughs> no. Oh, oh. He was out in the yard doing tricks with it. it was, was he? Yeah. yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah. Dang, I missed it. Super Dave wants to buy it from him. Be <laughs> <laughs> cruising down feds with he Jackie. Wants to take me out for a ride. <laughs> mm, that's funny. I can picture Super on feds. Over oh there yeah, cruising, just man. hitting them switches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need a camera in here. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> All right. Now that the weather is changing and it is getting cold in the morning, loads can or will freeze. On really cold days, load landing gear back so material won't freeze in the nose. If it's snowing but not sticking, or it's only snowing in Kenosha Pass but it's nice in Denver, can you use your overweight permit? The answer is no. Your overweight is not good in any adverse driving conditions. That's rain, fog, snow, or any adverse driving conditions. We have release agent at the main yard in a tote in the middle of the yard where the employees park their personal vehicles in between spots 45 and 54. Some have their own spray bottles, or you can find some in the shop next to where we put our paperwork in the boxes at the end of the day. At yard 23, you can find a tote with the release agent next to the wash pad. Spray your liner and the sides you don't need much as a little goes a long way also please be respectful and don't take the spray bottles if they're not yours or just throw them away please fill them back up for the next person he put that in there because it's happened absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure yep. if yeah. it's snow what if i take this bottle why are you asking what if <laughs> it's happened right <laughs> what if i throw that away <laughs> If it snowed overnight or over the weekend, we most likely will have a late start to let it warm up a little before we get started. It is super important to get in your trailer and sweep or shovel the snow or ice out of your trailer. Remember to use three points of contact. It is super slippery on the plastic liners. I keep one hand on the side to keep my balance as I sweep the trailer out. You need to make sure you get all ice and snow out of the trailer or it will flash freeze your load and it's not fun chipping out tons of material. And we could all agree to that. If your load doesn't come all the way out, like a ton or two, and you are going back for the same material, you can just leave it. And when you get to the pit, get a new tear weight. And remember to ask for a little less than a ton or two. That way you don't overload and be too heavy and have to trim. That's really important, guys. If you, are, Yeah, otherwise we're cheating the customer. Right? Absolutely. If you have a load that doesn't come out and you want to go... Haul a load or two more till it warms up to get out. You have to retear. Otherwise, you are a thief. 
And then on the second load, when that comes out, you need to re-tear again. Then you yeah, got to so tear again. Correct tear. So have otherwise, otherwise, you're giving material away for free. <laughs> you're shorting, you're shorting yourself yes. in. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, just got to yeah. do it all the right way. Then instead of shorting the customer, you're shorting yourself and us. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and there is another trick too. And if, but that, yeah. If you, get a, if you get a load frozen before you just load on top of it, I would try to chip out the last six to eight feet and throw it back in there and see if it'll break yeah. loose. Yeah, yeah. Because then you don't have to worry about re-tearing and... You know, you could go somewhere else. You could do other things. Yeah. Yeah. And, man, the release agent is incredible oh, how yeah. well it works. It yeah. is night and day. That yeah. is, I mean, we've had drivers that have been fighting it for, like, three loads in a day, you know, before noon. Mm-hmm. And other drivers that just – I mean, John Moore uses – I call spray it a hairspray bottle, bottle yeah. right? You can wet your hair with these yeah. spray bottles. Yeah. He walks down the trailer and sprays that. That's all you need. Right. And he sprays the floor of it, and he goes and dumps and goes and gets another load, you yeah. know? I mean – and also, did it, maybe I wasn't listening, but landing legs back, move yep. the load back yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When it warms up, it will all come out. If yeah. you know you're changing materials, you have to get the material out where you dump. Remember, you can't get into your trailers at the pits. Make sure, because of MSHA, right? You can in the plants, most likely, but the pits are controlled by MSHA and you're not allowed in the, in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're ready for this cold winter. Good jacket, gloves, and cold weather gear. It's no fun when you're cold, wind blowing on you, or your truck breaks down, and you don't have a heater, and freeze until someone can get to you. Hope all is well with the JFW family, friends, and listeners. Remember, safety has no blind spot. Look and lean. Sit up in your stool. Don't be that fool. Much love and respect always. Ray Ray 0013. Nice. Thanks, Ray Ray. Uh Thank you, Ray. Good job, buddy. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Very true. I I blew a, a heater uh, a coolant line once in a snowstorm on top of Monument Hill, and it took Mikey probably two and a half hours to get get the, get the yeah. the part and get down to save me. And yeah. I was so lucky. I had my coveralls. I had gloves. And I sat there all that time, and it was like twenty degrees outside. Yeah. There's two different winters that happen here. There's a winter for the prepared, and there's a winter for the unprepared. <laughs> get yourself some bibs. Get yourself some good gloves. Yep. Get your just be prepared because if you're warm, it ain't that bad. You know, if you're cold, you're gonna be miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and we, why do we talk about that? Because, because we've happened. had it done. <laughs> right. I've, it I've been there. What happened? Because well, it's happened. I've, it's I've had both winners myself. <laughs> I was going to say, we all Jeff, have Jeff. <laughs> there's that time, right? That would make such a great cartoon or two pictures. The the two winters. You show the guy in his bibs. It <laughs> would. Show the guy, it? Yeah. You know, just frozen mustache right. all caked with snow. Yeah. Was, yeah. You know, there's an old Norwegian saying. There's, um, oh, there is no bad weather in the winter yeah, so there's bad. just bad winter. clothing oh yeah. bad <laughs> clothing that's awesome dave that's awesome soup yeah how about that high road hauling i got one for you i bet it's a good one you it's, should have uh, music when he reads that so <laughs> like yeah we, we need to talk like a little, <laughs> we need to like talk. a little DJ oh, no. scratch pad. Yeah, <laughs> hit us with that high road home. <laughs> little little drum roll. So just so you know, the Zoom H8 can do that. It's got buttons to do that, but we can't hook up to the computer. Oh, here we go. So Ooh. next purchase, maybe, it doesn't have like a horn. You've said and stuff. This, I mean, you could program different things in it, but I've been wanting to try this where we don't use a computer. We just use this, and we could use some sound effects. Actually, Albert Lopez, he had a great idea. He's like, you ever use drops? I'm like, what's a drop? He's like, 
you know, some music to introduce different segues. Into oh, the that would be awesome. So maybe we'll try that next time. But we can only do it with four people because this will... Oh, well, no, this one will go with six. Huh. Huh. Oh, no, the interface, that part will only work with four. But anyway. Yeah. Okay, if you need me to write a song, just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> we need you to write a song. <laughs> Can oh, we, good. I got something in mind. Can we, yeah. Can we do a rock, you could do it right away. Can we do a rock song this time? No, and add I, music I, to it, too. This one's kind of rap. Sweet. Oh, you going to wear your country. hat backwards and a big gold chain with a clock? Only when I get the gold tooth. All right. <laughs> Sorry to distract you, Super Dave. Back to That's business. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm get gonna, us on the high road, Dave. We have digressed. To. High road up. Somebody so, road up who here. in this room has kids? Oh, we all do. Everybody yep. does, right? Shotgun. So I'm thinking a Praise lot of God. people out there have kids and can identify with what we're going to talk about here on the High Road Holland. So our children... <laughs> Dave, can I interrupt you? Can you do your kid joke? <laughs> do you remember? So, yeah. My oh, wife, you have it written right there. <laughs> my wife and I recently this decided your dad we don't joke, want right? kids. <laughs> Uh, so if anybody out there is interested, please contact us immediately <laughs> so we can drop them off. <laughs> oh, but uh, anyway, on a serious note, our children do grow up so fast. And before we know it, they're going to be out there somewhere in the real world. And we're going to be left hoping that we've done enough to prepare them for everything they'll encounter. In fact, the well-being and education of our children is more important to most parents than just about anything else. More important than healthcare, cost of living, public safety, and even their own well-being. And believe it or not, most non-parents say they're concerned about the well-being and intellectual growth of society's youth as a whole as well. This concern is spread evenly across gender, ethnicity, age, income, and political affiliation. So in short, we all care greatly about our kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews, and our friends and neighbors' children, too. And that's a beautiful thing when you think about it. Here are 20 powerful things we can all use to help youngsters, adolescents, and adult children alike. Number one, learning how to think is infinitely more useful than learning what to think. Two, everything is hard before it is easy, and we get stronger as we go. The biggest disappointments in life are often the result of misplaced expectations. And worry is the biggest enemy of personal growth. Attitude is a little thing that makes a big difference. Reflecting on what we're grateful for can make us happier. The lifelong pursuit of happiness is finding meaning in everything we do. The journey is the destination. I love that one, too, because, you know, they always say it's not the destination, it's the journey. Yeah, and, and essentially, that's life. It, oh, Dave, it's talking so about is. life. It so is. And we, we don't even realize that in the moment. No, you don't. We don't realize that in the moment. It's crazy. Yep. The next one, the most effective way to move away from something you don't want is move to, toward something that you do want. And actions always speak louder than words. That's a, an old truism for sure. Uh, the willingness to do hard things always opens doors of opportunity. And we always say that too. Do something hard. 
you know, don't don't take the easy road. Get right? out of your comfort zone. That's right. Right. Um, uncertainty is inevitable and must be embraced to achieve anything worthwhile. The lack of effort is what holds most people back, not mm-hmm. intelligence. Not everything will go as planned, but we can still be prepared. Significant life-changing journeys can be taken gradually and in tiny steps. Goals don't always make positive changes happen. Daily rituals do. Trustworthiness is the foundation of a person's long-term potential. Life is filled with good and evil, and good can always triumph over evil. Who we choose to be around matters. And number 20, some people will judge us unfairly no matter how wonderful we are. And that's another truism for sure. And no matter how great of a job you do at parenting, especially if you truly do it right, your precious child won't stay with you. They will eventually break away. And parenting is the one job in life where the better you do, the more surely you won't be needed as often down the road. And that's just crazy true, isn't it? Doesn't that, doesn't that kind of suck? It does. <laughs> sure does. But it, on the one hand, the other hand, though, it makes you proud, doesn't it? It, it is. But I, I, would, I would like to be needed just a little bit there. My, yep. ki- my kids are, are great. I know and, yours and, are too. Yep. I love this quote by Johann Wolfgang Geth, who was a, uh, a medieval writer, I do believe, uh, and poet. Um, there are only two lasting bequests we can hope to give our children. One of these is roots. The other is wings. Mm. And there you have it. Ooh. Man, I'm glad I stuck around for this one. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. It was a good one. It, that I was. I love it. the quote. Yeah. yeah. Roots and wings. Which, which quote? God, there was yeah. so many of them in there. Yeah. yeah. Super That's true. That's will, true Dave. will you email me that one? I sure can. And anybody else that wants it. Yep. Sweet. Final thoughts, everybody? Mine's pretty short. I know I usually have something, but it's it's pretty simple. Um, The Chad Porter that that lost his leg and had to overcome some obstacles there, he said, you know, through all that and and finding the strength and things like that, and then he he didn't go into it in in his speech. But anyway... He talked about asking for help. Mm. Sometimes that's just the bravery. And I'm, I'm not talking about money and stuff like that. Just just asking for some help. And sometimes you do have to ask for money because that can get you the help you need, right? right. I mean, no, no matter what. But, you know, just any, and he said the, the thing is, is he said, you know, it's difficult to ask for help. But we have, it's kind of like I thought about it and I kind of thought about us hitting the gate or we've hauled 96,000 loads. What he's getting at is, Asking for help is hard, and and you know you should try to do that. But he was looking at the other part of it that we have so many amazing people that will help. That's where the that's where the depth comes from that he was trying to explain. He's not that you need help, that we have all these people that are willing to help, and he says it shows up in any crisis. You know whether it's through the. You know, a nurse, a doctor, a fireman, a policeman, a you know, a truck driver on a scene. You know, one of our mechanics or somebody helping. What CB channel you're on, or all that stuff is we have. We we just have this depth. We have ninety six thousand people that are willing. You know, that all those. I mean, I don't know about ninety six thousand people, but 
we have all these people that have hauled 96,000 loads yeah. that are willing to help. So that's what, and ask for help. Some of them are more than willing. They want to help. That's, they that's are, what. They would be happy to help you. Oh, absolutely. That was, that was, and I hadn't looked at it, Jam. That was his piece is it's not, it's not you asking for help. It's the, it's the pool we have of helpness. That's a yes. word, right? Helpness. 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 Wow. Helpness me. Helpability. Helpness me. <laughs> Help <is> now. <laughs> helpability. We got helpability out it's there. It's so hard to ask for help sometimes, though, you know? And, and you're like, I got this, you know? And, <laughs> and if somebody's there willing to help, man, take it with it, all your heart. Exactly. Exactly. It's just easier to do it myself, Dave. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> Had to throw that out there. <laughs> Dave, I have something so you can add. You can, have... can I just touch on that? So here's a Bible verse for you. Ephesians 4.10. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up. But pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. Yeah. 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 So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about kids <laughs> and sending them off and giving them the right path and stuff like that, Dave. And, you know, obviously Sam is off at college now, so everybody is hitting us. And I have been so guilty for my entire life when, when their kids are gone. It's like, oh, you're empty nesters now. Oh, you're empty nesters now. I've, I didn't know how derogatory that kind of was. <laughs> wow. And, and I, it's never meant that way, right? I don't think anyone that says it means it that way. And I know I, as many times as I've said it, to me, it's like, oh, you have this exciting new life, right? And Jen and I have, right? I mean, we, we have this, newfound freedom that we haven't experienced for you know well over a decade plus right but i sure prefer the term bird launcher <laughs> I, I thought i thought I, of that dave i would much Ro- rather be a roots, bird launcher why am i picturing potatoes as an roots. empty huh yeah roots and wings roots and wings yeah yeah you're I a mean, bird launcher you yeah. you gave them the wings yeah it's uh-huh. it yeah i i guess the empty nesters seems like you lost. I, yeah, there's a sadness to it or something, and I I never realized it until I've experienced now, and it's like, oh, damn, I like bird launcher way better. <laughs> <laughs> or roots and wings. Yeah, yeah totally, totally good. So nice. has nothing to do with my, my closing thoughts, though. But <laughs> What's your closing thought? I had to throw that out there. Man, I am torn. I have so many, and I've sat here and, like, as the podcast, we've just continued, and it's like, I don't even have a way to tie anything together other than what we talk about every podcast. It's all about safety. It's all about your decisions. It's all about the what if because so many of the what ifs we've seen. So we ask you, we pose the question to you, what if? You know, I'll do a little story and it's not to tie anything together. It's just one of the the things that we've talked about so many times with our new camera system, I call it new camera system still, even though, gosh, what are we, a year and a half in now? We're in our... I mean, it'll be two years before we know it, right? We've been on Paycom for a year oh, to put things can't in wait perspective. Yeah. For that to go away. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we're, staying, we're staying on the high road, yeah. There's, your, a, there's, there's a, your sound bites, right? <laughs> hey, remember, good always <laughs> triumphs <laughs> evil. <laughs> we're, we're working on it. There's, so. a, there's a plug for Paycom. You guys suck. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? So anyway, you know, I, I haven't spent hardly any time in a truck with the camera. I just haven't. So I pick up the service truck Friday. Was it Friday? And I'm driving home, and it's the the Dodge service truck, you know, and the AC doesn't work in it. It's 85 degrees out, so I got the windows down. Ray Scott calls me. 
I whip. I, I'm used to always driving something with speakerphone, right? right? So you're you're always hands free. Well, that truck's an O2. It doesn't have cans free right. phones, right? And I didn't think twice about it, you guys. My phone rang. I answered it. I didn't think twice about it. I'm barreling up I-25, you know, and it's stop and go there, northbound I-25 at 84th, and then it frees up. And I'm just rolling with traffic, man. I'm like, and off I go. And pretty soon I'm like talking to Ray and it's loud. And I keep hearing this voice and finally it dawns on me like, I reach up, I try to turn the stereo off twice. <laughs> you know? And I'm, I'm like, what? Ray, hang on a minute. You know what? I'm like, I'm still accelerating, you know? Like we're rolling up, starting up 92nd Thornton Parkway. And I'm like, what? What? is that voice and pretty soon i finally just hang on ray i put the phone down sure enough it says slow down excessive speed slow down excessive speed and i'm like what oh my god oh my god there's a camera in this truck i'm pulling up sam sorry right now well i'm surprised you guys didn't look it up and didn't say we did it. I, know, I know the minute i brought it up i saw the look on your face i'll say thank you jr jr casey uh, and kendrick were all over that there's been some there's been some hey did you guys see did you guys, hey, oh, look. i was waiting for the photo to arise or Hold just on, be I'm, left on I'm, my desk I'm so, pulling so up your safety it, was, now. it was probably telling you to put well, the phone down too why is your safety score that. like David 16 didn't, it didn't say anything on the phone and then once i realized what it said of course if you had video and audio it would be hilarious i think you could just make the funniest videos because of course the minute it said slow down i looked at my speedometer <laughs> and i'm doing like 68 miles an hour challenge accepted <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh my gosh but here's here's my so point. you're speeding and on the phone oh, dave i'm distracted Speedy. driving i'm like i got all these things going against me and this is my point this is my point, right? I'm sitting here admitting to all of us how wrong what I did was. Confess cleansing. your sins. <laughs> cleansing, yes. <laughs> please, Father, listen to my session. <laughs> it made me better. Hmm. Yep. I was like, Ray, let me call you back when I get home. I can't hardly hear you anyway. <laughs> I hang the phone up. I slow down. And I'm like, it was, it was a relief. I was pushing, you know, doing, doing yep. like stuff. I don't want to say stupid shit. I wasn't endangering anyone. I was truly running with traffic, but... But the what if. Yes. Yes, Jim. And that camera helped me. It helped me be better. And I I, I got a kick out of it. You know what I mean? And then it, I think I... That, I'm pretty sure that was Friday. And then Sunday, we were driving it to James Nerica's house. And uh, where it goes from two lanes to one on Highway 7. I slowed up and let a car over, but I didn't. I wasn't wow. back far enough. So then I got the "you're following too close" notice, and Janet looks at me and she goes, "What's that?" And I was like, oh, "That's the camera." And she's like, "There's a camera in here?" And I'm like, "Yep." <laughs> she puts her clothes back on. Well, the, the honesty of my wife, she says, "How come it didn't pick up? I don't have my seatbelt on." Oh, jeez. And I'm like, I don't know. I have mine on. Why don't you have yours on? And again, <laughs> right? we're back to the older vehicle. There's and then, no, and there's no dinging. Yeah, there's no chiming. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's but not there's like, the camera making you better because exactly, you noticed that. And she, I bet she put her seatbelt on. Didn't of she? course, yep. yes. So, yep. so I mean, here's I, I guess that you know everything we've talked about on the podcast is for safety, yeah. right? Those instances made me better. They make mm -hmm. you better. They do everything mm -hmm. we preach about, and it. I'll say we weren't reactive, but in that situation, I was reactive because the camera was proactive. Just so right. you know, uh, Casey's working on a PIP 
for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> JR is going to send you a meme here in just a second. Yeah. You want. Oh, I'm surprised I didn't get the performance meme. Improve. I, I mean, like the minute I heard that it voice. Was more, it's more personal. Yeah. <laughs> the first thing that went through my head is like, oh, God, I can't wait for the, the banishing on this one, man. Uh, it's good to have people out there that care, though. Yeah. No yeah. doubt. So I guess I don't know that how that is my final thoughts, but my explanation of of how that made me better, I hope everyone here appreciates that system and they appreciate what may sound like us complaining can help you be better. That's yeah. what the podcast we, we We have a lot of knowledge that we can share. We have a lot of instances that have happened. We've had a lot of things that we've seen. We're not going to sit here and say we've seen it all, done it all, because we haven't. But I guarantee you, the the men in this room were in the arena with you, and we're here to give you guidance and help and support. So there's my final thoughts. Love it. You kept saying, you know, I keep hearing what if, what if, what if. But what if it was when if? When if this happens? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. that's a saying, right? Not if, but when, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Soup, you have any more closing arguments? No, final I, I'm good to go. Just. You know, cherish those children. They do grow up fast, and I know because I got a forty-two-year-old and a thirty-five years old. How did that happen, Dave? Wow. Oh my gosh! Crazy! Wow. Well, my final thoughts isn't really final thoughts as much as an announcement. I will not be here next week. So, if you try to get a hold of me, and I, <laughs> if you try to get a hold of me and I don't answer, it's not because I'm ignoring you. I will not have cell service. For you don't care. Years. Oh, that's your story. You will yes. have cell service. <laughs> yes. That's been Mike's story, and you're just going with him. That's all. <laughs> hey, man. There was a signed agreement to yeah. go on this hunting trip. We're going to see like 72 Facebook posts. It's like, I didn't think you had cell service. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could get, my, my understanding is you could get cell service, but you either got to drive or climb a mountain. Right. To at, get it. at the rancher. Yeah. 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 Back so, at the ranch. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Finally getting out there. Time. I know. I like it. <laughs> Finally getting out there for second season, and uh, I'll see you guys when I get back. We are going to replay Sergeant Greninger's podcast next week. If it's you awesome. guys are new and haven't heard it yet, it's definitely worth listening to. And uh, I guess other than that, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel 23 podcast. Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to Episode 72 and help find Amber's mom. Links to her story will be in the description of today's podcast as well. And I will also throw a link up for Chad Porter's book, Seven Dreams. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Yeah, good luck to you and Mike Jam. And Thank then you. and then also just along with that announcement, if Jam's not here, you got JR, Casey, Kendrick, yes. Scooby, one of us. Yes. Just just call one of those guys. Yep. JR is gonna be handling the PTO program. So if you need a day off or you can't figure something out. He's your guy. Yep. There's nice. lots yep. lots of backup here. Yep. Nice. Ask for help. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out in advance to the team for covering for and, me. So. And you have two bull and two doe tags? Is that? Cows. Cows. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 I, I just I, eat you, shit. Yeah, is I, it, I got, is it one or the other? Or you can fill both. You can get a bull and a cow? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mike, Mikey's got the same. So and four animals total. God willing. If you're you know, lucky. To me, well, if God wants it for me, yeah. Luck to me, has nothing it's, to do with it, Dave. Yep. <laughs> now with all the equipment he's got, I'll tell you what, you know. Well, I'll, I'll say Amazon has a lot he, to do with yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> he could shoot one at a thousand yards. I can't. But I will say if I see an elk in my scope, there's a pretty good chance I'll be bringing it home. <laughs> 
All right, let's save the creed and get on out of here. All right. Sounds great. Ready to go. Together, (laughs) we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together, we are accident-free. Together, we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together, we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together, we are the JFW family. Thanks, everybody. Have a great two weeks. see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just a looking for another load well it's a family tradition any rocky mountain day our fathers before us showed us the way we work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins we've got diesel in our veins i see those big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load There's a couple million tons to move I see them everywhere So you best get out their way And watch that sand and gravel disappear There's another run to make We gotta get it there on time And we got what it takes To lay it all out on the line Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel trucking Keep that hammer down And keep that diesel trucking I see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a trucking down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just a looking for another Keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats Cause those customers are calling, and those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down, and pick up another load Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, breaker, two, three. Anybody got a copy on that channel 23 podcast? Welcome and thanks for listening.